you guys already know this. I, I, you know I'm going to show you guns, but, you know, I got 100 mags, 100 clips, because I'm from New York. Or you can start complaining to me. That's the That's the name of the lyrics, but we can hold shooters. That's why we do this. I've got some worse things I could say in that same rhyme, uh, but I'm not going to do it right now. I'll say it later. There you go. We can hold shooters. That's why we're on Utreon. If you want to join us live, you have to go to Utreon, U-T-R-E-O-N, slash Who Moved My Freedom, or WMMF Podcast. Uh, for the people that are listening on audio, this is my bill that was built from a Liberty Suppressors Leonidas Titanium 300 Blackout Integrally Suppressed Upper. And uh, it's built on a polymer upper and lower and all kinds of badassery that you guys will get to see here later. So if you're watching this, you know, later on when we put it up on YouTube, you got to come over to the Utreons in order to catch us. If you're listening to the audio and you want to join us live, that's where you go. All right, here, let me, uh, okay, there we go. We got Joanna in there. And uh, are you ready, Miss Thing? I am. All right, let me hit the open. Let's do this. Welcome back to the Hank Strange Situation, Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Franklin Armory. Franklin Armory provides 100% U.S.-made firearms and awesome binary option triggers. Their focus and purpose is to provide freedom tools to all Americans, especially those in not-so-free states. So when you're in the market, please consider Franklin Armory. Yeah, you know what, Joanna? I was trying to find a, a wob the last time that this crazy old coop that his president was talking about how we're going to need AR-15. No, what was it? F-15s, like, F-15s. F-15s, yeah. The yeah. last time he said that, I did this thing uh, with me in some kind of fighter jet. I can't find that damn thing. I was looking for it. I can't find it. Um, anyway, <laughs> we are live. Let's do the jazz hands. Get the jazz hands going there. There you go. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on out there. This is episode 936 of the Who Move My Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Hank Strange. And my guest tonight is a Joanna of Latina Locked and Loaded. There she goes. And the title is Shocker, Joe Biden Hates the Second Amendment. What? You're shocked at that. I know. I can tell. When I look on your face, you are surprised that he said that. Totally. No. <laughs> right. No, you're not. You're not. What's up? What's been going on? Not much, just a lot of life changes, good stuff happening uh, mm -hmm. for the staying, better. Staying busy. So, how's staying the, very busy. Yeah, how's the habanero? Uh, he's Don't good. Lie. He's good, okay. Yeah. All right, is he mad? Is he mad? Why? Is he, oh, okay, I thought, you know, he gets it. The last time he was on, he was so excited, Orlando. I don't think I said like 10 words, me. Rolando was just gone. And I was like, oh boy. He, That's him like 99% of the day. That's why I'm so quiet. Like they say, um, you know, you know, Beth from USCCA is one of my best friends and I'm very open about that. Hello, mm -hmm. Beth, if you're out there. Um, so mm -hmm. she actually texted me during our last podcast and which was not this week because we were doing um, something for Geeks and Gamers this weekend. So previous weekend we did our show and she texted me in the middle of the show. Hey, are you a cardboard cutout this weekend? And I'm like, why? She's like, because Rolanda's doing all the talking. And it's not that mm -hmm. I'm quiet. It's just that, you know, when you live like 
with someone that loud mm. and that passionate, <laughs> you just like you just yeah. learn to just. I'm so I'm Josh. very shy, you know, as a as a man, as a husband. Mm-hmm. I'm very shy. I don't talk that much. I always let Lola say everything that she needs to say. Mm-hmm. And I always wait and check one. No, I don't. <laughs> I'm just as bad. <laughs> Lola well, can't get a word in edgewise with me. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot yeah. of the things that you guys are talking about, you have to own like you only have certain venues or avenues that you can express those feelings. Like he's basically waiting from like nine to five for me to finish, like hang up my, you know, my laptop, my MacBook for the day. And the second I like leave my home office, it's like he's been waiting all day to tell me what's been going on in the world of politics and whatnot. And I'm just like, whoa. So it's not like he can just, you know, call up the average person. We live in a blue county down here in South Florida. So it's not just that. All dudes, I'm like that. Lola used to talk to me on the way to work. She don't do it anymore. I think by the time (laughs) she gets there, she feels like tired <laughs> you know she used to do it and now she doesn't i know that she doesn't do it you know she's just yeah. i love you i'm out <laughs> yeah with yeah. rollo he doesn't i love you rollo if you're listening um mm-hmm. he doesn't even respect like i'm always like i love uh reading on my tablet so i'm like mm-hmm. reading some book and he just he clearly i'm reading and then it's like he's watching some political thing and he's just like punctuating my reading i'm like i can't get past the page without having to look up and have a conversation about whatever's going on. So I'm just used yeah. to it at this point. Right. Uh, it was interesting. Lola says, what did I hear shy? Yeah. Okay. And 42 <laughs> Jill says his rants are epic. Yours too, Jill. So there you go. Um, shout out to everyone out there. It was funny. Um, I had a good time, but he was just going, he was just mad. FBI raid had just happened. You know, he just, he just started and he just kept going. And I was like, it, 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 you know, I'm just over there like, wait, it, uh, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was funny to me. I was, I was just laughing to myself the whole way. I was like, oh, this is what, this is what it's like to have to deal with me. <laughs> 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 me and Rolando cannot be married. <laughs> No, I was going to say, we should like do a little experiment and put you guys together for like a couple of days and see what happens. We would ju- <laughs> I think we would explode, man. We would just die. Can't, you can't have that much intensity. You would have to be like, let's go out to the range just to shut him up because oh. you can't hear, you know, like just put on some ear pro and just take him to the range yeah. <laughs> no. to get some peace. Yeah, I think opposites attract. But when you get going, you get going too. So I don't know. Yeah. Which, which Joanna did we get? You know, do we, do we get demure? and quiet and very reserved or do we get mad uh i'm not particularly i'm somewhere in the middle um today i'm the the problem is it's just a constant like if you follow the news cycles it's just a constant barrage of badness happening every week you know i think a couple weeks ago we were on the fbi list of domestic terrorists if you freaking do normal things or have an opinion. Um, you know, how many times now have they said that people who are magites, oh, I don't identify as a magite, um, mm-hmm. but I still identify as some Is that a word? <laughs> that a magite, a magite, yeah. I should say. What, I made it what, up, I coined what, it. Yeah, what the hell's the definition of that? I don't think I fall into that. I'm not a, a, a Trump forever kind of person. No. I'm not Trump till I die or any of that. No. So. Um, I'm definitely going to say I prefer Trump to Biden for sure. Oh, yeah. uh, or anybody on that on that right. side of the progressive, you know, strip your rights thing. And I think it's hilarious that they 
they don't they're so blinded i think by the social media that is like the fake majority like if you go on twitter you get like assaulted by all this like left-wing crap right and you're just mm-hmm. like wow this country's going to crap and then you go out into the real world and you like talk to normal people and you realize their politicians are completely disconnected from what's going on in this country the mm-hmm. fact that my one of my best friends who voted for biden in fact that was actually a point of um headbutting because mm-hmm. um you know right around the summer of love she started in you know showing some interest in guns after being anti-gun for 15 years that i knew her mm-hmm. summer of love caused a lot of people to be new uh, gun owners because they were feeling scared because rightly so you saw riots happening, you know, fiery, but peaceful protests everywhere. And then you turn around and see also people like the VP to be saying, Oh, let's, let's give uh, funds to bail these people out. And all these people who did, you know, next, you know, practically some of them did do murder. They murdered and, and, and manslaughtered and beat little old men and on <laughs> two by fours, like, you know, there mm-hmm. was a lot of trauma um, mm-hmm. to this country who, like, the normal people are watching, like, holy crap, what's going on? So, of course, you're going to feel like, on top of that, you're not getting, you're basically saying get rid of the police. Mm-hmm. And what, how do you expect people to feel? So, they're very disconnected, in my opinion, when they feel like that didn't happen and that's not, like, that happened and that that's not going to change how the normal people who did vote for you are going to mm-hmm. act in the future. That's why I think there's a disconnect. Um. You know, I it blew my mind because ever since I changed careers, I, you know, I used to work with my best friend and not Beth, another best friend. And, you know, I touched base with her and we're just chatting on the phone. And she's like, yeah, you know, she's been like on the fence about moving out of Florida. And this is someone, again, who voted for Biden, used to be anti-gun, got her first gun. She got a, a Hellcat, um, you know, in 2020-ish, 2021. And I call her up to see how she's doing. And she goes, yeah, you know, and she's been on the fence about moving and she keeps changing her states. And I say, what's the new state that you're thinking of now? She goes, you know, I'm thinking about Georgia because, you know, they have a uh, constitutional carry there. So I don't need to get my concealed carry. And I'm just like, <laughs> what? In the- <laughs> what dimension yeah. that I fall into? Uh, yes. And also get your concealed carry. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Don't do make both, that. But- do- yeah. Don't make that your thing. Yeah. <laughs> right. But right, I think right. that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like this is someone who still identifies as a Democrat. Mm-hmm. is saying stuff like, I'm going to move to Georgia because I'm less oppressed. Uh, my Second Amendment is less oppressed. So that's why, you know, like we say that the Second Amendment shouldn't be political. And it's really, it really shouldn't because it's part no, it's of our not. founding yeah. papers. It's, you it's know? part of the Constitution. You know, yeah. it's, it's um, you know, it's an enumerated right that we have that's also um, a right that we're born with. It just as, yeah, like you said, being people being alive yeah any being any kind of creature <laughs> yeah absolutely i mean yeah. like every animal should have the right to defend themselves otherwise like what are you gonna you know if you look at the mm-hmm. circle of life what happens to the weak once you fucking die you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you have to you know if you want to be you want to survive you want to protect your people your family you do what yeah. you have to do to be yeah. you know when american presidents threaten you with f-15 <laughs> This is why well, no, he didn't threaten to... us with F-15s. I think they threatened us with nuclear. I think at one time when he said that same thing, because he said it multiple times, he actually did say something like, our country has nuclear weapons. What are you going to do? So I'm like, did you just say that you're going to nuke your own people? Like, wow. So yeah. that's where I think there's also I think a disconnect. Something, I think his line in the, um, I don't know if, I think Lola sent it to you. His yeah, line was something, I would have to go read the transcript, transcript but he was like, you know, um, these quote unquote brave Second Amendment supporters, they're going to need F-15s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I, th- I, I mean, take he's. That, I take that as a threat. That's a threat. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. you know, the the fact that this is a constant uh, point of just pisses me off is that they've turned, you know, believing in your constitutional rights at, mm-hmm. into something dirty. And I think mm-hmm. that's intentional. That's a, you know, stigma that they've created. There's already been a stigma, okay? There's already been a stigma about being a gun owner. Um, people are scared. You know, they made the AR-15 something scary. And then when you actually look at articles about, you know, asking women once they've actually tried the AR-15, it's one of the most preferred um, firearms for homes defense because it's easier to utilize. Yes, if it's size-wise, if you get something, you know, lightweight mm-hmm. and that you can handle and you practice with and you know how to operate, you know what, it's going to make you feel really safe for home defense and make you kind of like, you know, sway the odds of something, you know, happening and, and you coming out okay in the end. So women understand that once they see the platforms, they're like, yeah, this is mm-hmm. great. So to me, again, it's just, you're, you're taking something that it shouldn't have that stigma. It already has. We already struggle with that and making it even dirtier and making something uh, you know, someone who's just a patriot, the word even patriot itself, it's like, I love my country. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the flags behind me, the mm-hmm. fact that the American flag, not even like the don't tread on me flag, just the flag itself triggers people <laughs> and is a something dirty that's, you know, terrorist. And I'm like, no, that's our freaking flag. You know, mm-hmm. there's something wrong with you, not me. If you feel that a flag is a trigger and is racist and is all these things, I'm like, no, that just, you know, especially coming up, I think we've had this conversation because you know, my family comes from uh, other countries. So I think when you are an immigrant, you just come into this like, wow, I'm in this amazing country. I've gotten all these opportunities. This is amazing. You know, if I lived, you know, where my parents were born, I wouldn't have these opportunities. So to me, it's like so disgusting and disrespectful when people disrespect my flag. And I know it's so cliche to say like, get the F out of my country then if you don't appreciate it. But at the same time, it's like, you have to understand where people are coming from. You know, we we're so grateful to be here and we're so appreciative. So it's very disrespectful of people like me and anyone else who came to this country, Venezuelans, Cubans, whoever, you know, for someone to disparage, you know, the flag and this country. Mm -hmm. I think it's, I I think it's just an effort to belittle people. You know, it's what you do with your enemies, right? Basically, Mm -hmm. you know, these guys see us as the enemy. Biden sees folks like us as the enemy and you belittle people. You make, to to the folks on your side so they can go out and do bad things um to the folks on our side right people on his side to go and get people on our side he has to take away our humanity at the same time that folks on that side want to be proud of everything okay go ahead be, be proud of it I don't, you know that's, that's awesome but when we're proud of our shit over on our side, that we're proud of who we are, of our country, of whatever it is that we're proud of, that's not okay. So you have to dehumanize people in order to convince the folks on your side to take them apart. That's just what's happening there. That's really what it's about, you know, uh, burning uh, or um, whittling people down to this little thing. How, yeah. th- you know, this is... We're we're never gonna see this this end. Um, th- this kind of stuff, I think they do because they want to see bad things happen and they want to incite people to do bad things. Absolutely, yeah. I I was telling Rolo that I feel like this is like you said, it felt like a threat, and it definitely mm-hmm. felt like we get accused on the the gun side or the conservative side. If you want to consider us conservatives, because again, it's not political. Um, I'm definitely like when people get to know like the other side of like 
what I believe in. They're like, oh, you're not a typical conservative. I'm like, because I'm not. I grew up as a Democrat. I grew up as a liberal. And, you know, you know my history. I was, as a kid, as a teenager, I was an animal rights activist, which just blows people's mind. It's like, but you're friends with hunters and all these people now. It's like, yeah, because I was always, I've always been open-minded and I've never felt like I need to push my beliefs on anyone. So I was an animal rights activist in the sense that that's what I believed. And, you know, I tried to, with love and kind of just explaining how like, certain aspects of that was um, really cruel. Like I was never that person who threw pain and was nasty and called uh, humans who ate me like, what do they call them in the community? Like corpse munchers or anything like that. Like that's never my approach. You know? <laughs> There's lots of uh, vegetarian gun. I think it's, you know, the worst thing that we do is put people just in one box or one bucket. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think we're lots of different circles that cross. Yeah. Right. And and, I, and we yeah. change. We change and we evolved and we adapt. We're, I, I would also say at the same time, I think that people are born kind of, you know, in a zone of who they are. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they do change and adapt and move around those things. But they don't they don't very typically move far away from from what they are. So, yeah, I would agree. I would say that just because someone grows up as a liberal doesn't mean that that's really what they truly believe in your heart. Like. Mm-hmm. I think the first time I became at least fiscally conservative was when I went and joined the workforce, which was really early on for me. Mm-hmm. My family has always been a um, very humble family and very conservative fiscally. And, you know, it's it's really weird to me, like, to think that they think that they're Democrats and they vote Democrat. I'm like, you really aren't because of the way you, you know, feel towards money and the other other aspects. It's like they're closet conservatives and they just don't realize it. But they're convinced that they're Democrats. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. But you know, the first time I went out and paid taxes, I was like, holy crap, that sucks. <laughs> and, you know, then I started looking at my, like, I just got a raise and mm-hmm. I'm so excited about my raise. And I'm like, all right. Congratulations. First thing I did was, thank you. Thank you. So then I was like, buy me something okay, nice. I will. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bought Rolando something nice. I don't know if we Uh-oh. talked about it. I don't know. Uh, no. He actually just, he bought himself a um, Maverick 2, 3. I'm really bad at this stuff. He bought himself Ma- a drone. Oh, the DJI? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, nice. So okay. he's as soon as he knew that I got like I got this new gig, and he was like, "Oh, so... did he thought? You know what? He might have talked about that. I don't know, man. He, he was he, he was hitting a lot of subjects. <laughs> so don't ask me to remember. I don't remember yesterday. So yeah, no, but that's cool. Yeah, the DJI's got some some pretty badass stuff out there. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking yeah. forward. He has already tri- like we went to Orlando and went to mm-hmm. Tampa and we took a lot of he's got a whole bunch of new cameras. And mm-hmm. we uh, we actually just put together a video for, you know, we're in part of Geeks and Gamers. So mm-hmm. now we're like yeah. moonlighting yep. as part of their one of their That's other a big channels. posse, big posse. It is. It is. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, that's cool. Roll is a huge uh, roller coaster guy. So he mm-hmm. um, he was like, oh, we're going to all the parks. We're going to we're going to do a video for park hopping, which is one of their other channels. So. Mm-hmm. Like, he's trying to justify to me all these, like, accessories and cameras. He's like, look what I can do. So I'm yeah. not going to get mad at him about it. He's no, like, no, he made no, a really no, cool, cool yeah. compilation I mean, video. He's not, he's not, oh, okay. I was going to say, are they really going to let him run all that stuff in the parks? I don't know. Well, there's lots of rules. So he mm-hmm. got a, oh, oh my God, something in, Insta360. I forgot. Okay. It's a little yeah. tiny, like, pill-sized camera. And mm-hmm. he can wear it on his hat. And yeah, he took and it, like basically, and then you can move around in yeah. uh, almost in 3D or 360. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he he rode that while he was on all the roller coasters and put you know t- together we edited a video mm-hmm. and then 
you can get as long as you're not in the park. So like we went to SeaWorld and our hotel was like across the street from SeaWorld. So like we launched the drone above and zoomed in. So it looks like you're floating over uh, Mako. So that was pretty cool. So, okay, yeah, yeah. he's, yeah, he's, he's I, using I, it. Yeah, I like that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm always I used to be into drones and everything until they started mm-hmm. the whole licensing thing. And then I was like, yeah, that. And I and I got out of it because I think it's that's just nonsense. But, um, you know, I look at a lot of drone footage of uh, like Tesla, for example. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I look at the sometimes uh, they'll take out the cyber trucks and drive mm-hmm. them around. And I'll look at that footage because I'm, you know, desperately waiting for the cyber truck to come out. But uh, you got a you got a ETA on that. Yeah, dudes. Um, I don't think Cybertruck is coming out until we're going to see a couple at the end of next year. Okay. So they're, they're setting up right now to build and they are testing them. Um, probably in the next segment somewhere here, I had uh, a picture of them out testing it, but yeah, it's going to be a while. I'm pretty sure my, my siblings are into Tesla, so they've mm-hmm. gone through pretty much like every model of Tesla. Mm-hmm. Of course, I've gotten to drive them, but um, I'm pretty sure that so they're... So check this out. This is them yeah. like bringing one back cool. from testing it somewhere. They must have done... They must have been driving that around rough. See, it's got sensors yeah, it, on it. It's and... got... It looks like it's got a dent on the side of the door. Uh, no, it's just dirty. Or, okay. It looks like it's just dirty and all that. They must have really gone through the mud and all that kind of stuff so it's it's gonna happen a lot of people think it's not gonna happen it's gonna happen but it's um you know there's not a lot of vehicles if any vehicles that ever that have ever been built the way they plan on building that so off-road ev yeah 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 so it's you know let's take the break we'll be back walther arms has been making concealed carry handguns for over 90 years starting with the ppk today walther is based in the good old us of a and still builds quality firearms like the ppq and pdp for personal defense and competition so when you're in the market please consider walther arms we wouldn't be able to keep the who moved my freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like walther arms yeah, so you know what I was gonna say about the Cybertruck is that it, you know, there's other electric uh, pickup trucks out there already. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a Ford Lightning F one fifty. Rivian has a, 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 a electric pickup truck out there, and then there's the Hummer EV. But the, um, so the Hummer EV and the Ford F one fifty. Well, actually, I'm gonna say the F one fifty is just built on the same platform as regular F-150s are built on. So the Lightning is built on the same kind of thing. They just put electric motors in there. The Hummer EV, I would say, is kind of different. But I don't know. You know, I think they were developing that for a little while more than we actually know. But they're really not building those. I think they're pretty much right now putting those together by hand. Rivian built their electric pickup truck from scratch. And I think it's cool, but... What Tesla is going to do with the Cybertruck is completely different. So, for example, that exoskeleton of that truck is going to be built in one piece. It's just going to—it's going into a gigapress, and it's going to come out as one piece. That's why it's going to be really strong. So, not everything is going to be made like that. But the, and there, uh, Tesla's already building electric cars like that. So, what would have taken seventy pieces on the back end of a Model Y, let's say? is made by a gigapress. So instead of having to take 70 pieces and weld them and bolt them together, they can, you know, uh, basically 
just you know put that in a die press and then come out with one part there. So doing all of that and making these massive what they call uh, giga presses and everything, and then figuring out all of that in order to manufacture it is just not easy. Here's a question for you. If you get like, let's say someone clips you or something, right? Mm -hmm. And driving, are you like hosed? Do you have to get like the whole thing then redone since it's all one piece? Well, I'm talking about the exoskeleton. So it's not okay. Okay. The inside, not the outside. Well, no, the X. So the the way they're gonna build. Let me see if I could. Let me throw this back. Exoskeleton's outside though. So like you're saying, like that's great. Is it gonna have something on top of it? So you see the basic shape of the Cybertruck. That's now not the body panels, not like right there. Okay. But okay. this, but the basic frame of this shape I got on the you, outside, I got you. that's okay. gonna that's gonna come in one piece. Okay, that makes more sense. So that's a that's a big one piece. The whole yeah, thing's not just gonna be stamped out like a you know like a Hot Wheels toy, but a lot of different a lot of parts are gonna come like that. And so, are you susceptible to damage? You know, Yes, you're gonna. Yes, you're gonna be. Even with a Tesla now, you you get into some damage. Your it's whole gonna thing, cost you. Yeah, it's gonna cost you, or your whole thing could be totaled. Lots of cars now. All these new cars, you get one hit, and they're like, "That's it." Crumple. Yeah, the but they're other- supposed to be safer than you know. Like, um, I think my one of the cars that my family had was this big Jeep, and it was tricked out. And if you had like, mm-hmm. never placed the, uh, the the fenders or with the bumpers or whatever with these like hard metal things. So somebody rear-ended the lifted uh, Rubicon that they had, and my brother-in-law gets out of the car, looks at his bumper. There's not a scratch on it. The other car is like a pretzel that just got smushed, and uh, he just was like, and got back in the car and drove away because, you know, he was at yeah. a red light, and he's like, UK. He checked the guy. He was fine. The other guy's car totaled. The Jeep, not a scratch. <laughs> but, you know, at the uh-huh. same time, like, that sounds great, but it's supposed to be, if you look at, like, the physics of, you know, car, mm-hmm. they, they're meant to be you know, crumple because the person inside is supposed to, you know, it's supposed to take all the impact the person inside doesn't, you know, get killed. Yes, the cars nowadays. Yes. You know, that's how they're making them. But what's happening is a lot of cars nowadays, if you get a hard of an, enough of a hit, they total that car. Mm-hmm. So I found that out the other day um, when it comes to the Sprinter vans, like the Mercedes vans. If you get into an accident with those and they consider something happened to the chassis, you know, in the past you could stretch a chassis and do all this stuff and fix it. No. Mm-hmm. Mercedes considers that totaled. Damn, that sucks. Yeah, because these guys were telling me like that they, they just sold a brand new one to a guy. He got into an accident and the insurance company was like, nope, that's done. <laughs> totaled. So, but you know, it's all the tech. It's all the tech that we're dealing with. So I think the Cybertruck is supposed to be tougher. It's supposed to be bulletproof to a certain extent, you know, like uh, like a nine millimeter and stuff like that. I don't think it could take AK rounds, uh, 30 cal stuff, but it's supposed to have a level of bulletproofness and toughness. And all they should of use that. it as a selling point in Chicago. Yeah, <laughs> don't live in <laughs> Chicago. That's my that's my advice to you. You don't have to wait for a Cybertruck. Don't live there. <laughs> I was actually looking at on um, Vlad TV. I saw Tony Yayo. For anyone who's into hip hop like me, uh, he was one of the G Unit guys. Remember G Unit? Uh, Tony Yayo said that he's waiting for a Cybertruck <laughs> because of that. Because of the bullet. because of that. Yeah, That's Vlad too. 
These two- I mean, to me, that's a good selling point, especially where you live. It's like, <laughs> we're living in a crazy world, you know. Yeah. Cybertruck might but not they, be cool. Yeah, but they have armored vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> you know, these guys roll around in armored vehicles, you know. So, they are, you know, there's already armored vehicles out there. They're expensive. You know? Yeah, I used um, to have a patient um, back in my healthcare days who... Mm-hmm. I don't know what company because he wouldn't tell me what he was, like where he mm-hmm. worked. But he's like, so I, I always like strike up conversations with strangers. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so what do you do, man? And he's like, oh, I'm a government contractor. I have a company that makes armored vehicles for the government. I'm like, that is so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I wish he told me more details. But have you, yeah, ever, def- have you ever seen, has, has Rolando shown you the Resvani? No. The Resvani time. Did you, um, did you, what was it? Terminal list? Did you see terminal list? Yes, 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 yes. All right, cool. So then you saw it. That's yes, what that truck okay, was. Okay, that's it. Okay. I'm surprised, Rolando. I got to talk to him, man. He's not maximizing his opportunities. When he saw that, the first thing he should have done was shown you, like, listen, honey, you're making lots of money now. I want this truck. Then <laughs> I will be able to roll around in style and bulletproofness. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> he's pretty obsessed with cameras right now. So I don't that's know. what he's, like, buttering me up for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> know. Exactly. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. But it looks good. But it was in the terminal list. If you is remember. it good off road? Besides, yeah, that was a great. Oh, um, I don't know. I've never. I've seen them. I've seen these things at like SEMA show and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. But as you know, if you looked at that, that didn't save that guy's ass from. Uh, from it did Chris, not. It didn't save him from Chris Pratt. Nope. <laughs> There's always a people want to get you. They will get you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's better to just go fast. <laughs> you know. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I like those kinds of things. Uh, I, I get crazy about that stuff. You know, I don't know how I think, well, Rolando's into cars. He's a car. Yeah. Guy. He's into cars. He's, he's yeah. right now he's trying to, um, he's already like, he's, he's very smart about how he does things. Like mm-hmm. he starts planting these little seeds, like, well, ahead mm-hmm. of time, like he's been talking about this freaking drone for like months, like mm-hmm. well before he actually sprung and was like, I'm buying it. And he's just like, I happen to be in Best Buy. I'm going to buy it right now. It's on sale. Like, it's like okay okay yeah oh the whole the old it's on sale we'll never get we'll never get a good good a price as this ever one time opportunity i have to do it right now like all right man um right (laughs) but yeah he's he's, he's, he started like months ago like putting his little seeds about how great it was he's like in the living room right now like probably like has got two monitors one's watching this one's the other one's watching watching uh right now he's into fpv drones so he just got this one now he's like he switched from watching Maverick videos to watching FPV drones, uh, first-person uh, view. Yeah, he because he's like, oh, this would be great. Yeah, DJI put out a really badass one recently. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm did. just waiting yeah. for him to be like, I'm going to get a call in a couple of weeks. He's like, I'm at Best Buy. There's another sale. So I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm just waiting for it. So, But he's yeah. been doing that. Uh, <laughs> for people who don't know, this is literally this, yeah. that the drones now come with like a headset. It makes you look like a transformer, like a robot. Mm-hmm. And you put it on your head. And I think you have like some kind of stick or something. It, it's it's you still have like a like you still have a a like a joy. What do you call that? Like a controller. Some almost. kind of controller, yeah. yeah. But but you're basically you feel like mm-hmm. you're actually flying that thing mm-hmm. through wherever wherever you're going with it. And the new one is is crazy. The blades have guards on it. Um, if it falls on it on its back, it could flip itself over. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. You should definitely let it, let him get it. You should definitely. 
you know. We'll I see. I told him. I told him he's not allowed to like. I'm like, well, think about it next year. I'm like, just imagine the videos that he could make of you shooting and doing all kinds. Yeah. Of well, that was one of that. the selling points. He's like, no, we could take these to the range. It's gonna be great. I'm like, okay, sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, trust me, he's he's good. He's good. Until he winds up like in a dealership trying to buy a quarter million dollar car. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, and he didn't it's discuss that, that with you. Yeah, yeah. If you he know. always talks about it beforehand, so at least I know. It's just like when it happens, it's gonna just like there's a sale going on. Sure. Uh huh. No, no, no. Lola, I've added some of Lola's gray hairs, uh, like within literally, literally seconds. Like, oh, I, I, I just came in this dealership. You're not gonna believe what kind of car is over here. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, and then I'm so obsessive about stuff. She's like, oh my god. You know, when I um I had this R eight and then Audi bought it back from me and I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'm I'm done. I'm over. I'm just gonna get like just gonna get a D you know, just a average Audi, I'll just drive that around. So she was like, Okay, okay, this is cool. I leased a car, right? Uh it was an Audi R S five. It was nice. It was nice. I don't know if anyone ever saw that. I have had it for a little while. Every single day, this is what drove Lola crazy. Anywhere that I went to I stopped at like Dollar Generals or Walmart, anywhere that sold Hot Wheels, and I kept buying just one kind of Hot Wheels car, R8. If I saw an R8, I'd buy like 20 of them, and she's like, "What? what's happening? Why did you buy 20 of these things? I was like, I don't know. I saw it there, and I didn't want anyone else. <laughs> and I just did you kept... at least get them in different colors? <laughs> yeah, it was different colors and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> but it was just, it was driving her crazy. She's like, what? What is your problem exactly? How many of these things do you have to have until you get it out of your system? So I did that to her until one day I saw a used one, a used Audi R8. And and she was like, you know what? Just do Just do whatever you have to do. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it could be worse, Joanna. That's what I'm telling okay. you. That's why I'm not, I'm not it complaining. It sounds like I'm complaining. Yeah. I'm just I'm not. I'm really I'm, yeah. I'm blessed to have Rolando. He's an amazing husband. Yeah, and all this, all these investments always work out, you know. Mm-hmm. Like like I said, you know, when mm-hmm. I first saw him setting up, uh, buying all this AV equipment for the streams, I'm like, why do we mm-hmm. need all this? We're not a professional show; it's just a little podcast. And he's like, mm-hmm. this is going to elevate our show. And everything yeah. he's bought, which I've criticized, has led to bigger and better things. So I'm I'm not going to yeah. criticize him anymore. The, well, the guy knows what he's talking about. So yeah, Lola says lots of gray hairs. Um, let me just, <laughs> let me just say this to you. Because no one says this to Lola, so I'm going to say this to you. Okay? You are a very fortunate woman. Yes, no one says that to Lola. They they say to me how fortunate I am, but no one you ever are. says to Lola, you know, you're real lucky, Lola. No one ever says that. They always go, um, just blink rapidly, you know, if you're being held prisoner. <laughs> anyway, so here's the thing. Your husband is a nerd. Okay? Do you know how blessed you are to have a husband that's a nerd? <laughs> Listen, I've, I've dated some dumb people, so that became a requirement for me. Like, not, not just that, to... but, but what do what kind of trouble could a nerd dude get into? I mean, <laughs> he's yeah, not I guess he's, you're right. He's not going to be taking crack. <laughs> nope. Okay, he's not going to be smoking crack. He's not going to be like messing around with like some street walking hookers. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Yeah, he's, he's, oh, he's a great guy. He's, a, he's, he's just going to want some tech. 
That's it. That, that, That's I'm okay it. with that. And yeah. I knew that coming in. I knew that coming in. When right. my, my first like Christmas gift he ever gave me like a million years ago when we first met was a um, an Xbox. I was like, what? I don't even play video games. He's like, oh, you will. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, That's more of a gift for you. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. So now at this point, I'm like, this is great. Like, yeah, it, it's yeah. all worked out. Yeah. Listen, think about it this way, man. All those women out there, I've seen these women over the years, right? I've, I've seen them. They always want to go for like some kind of badass dude, you know, that's, that's what they want. They want all the badass dudes or whatever. And then they're complaining to you that they, that they don't see their guy. He's got a whole bunch of baby mamas, you know, he's in prison. He's this thing. He's that thing or whatever, you know, uh, guess what? That's what you wanted. Okay. No one looks at the nerdy guy and goes, oh yeah, this is the dude right here. You know? I don't know. So. I, that's always been my type. I deviated mm-hmm. from my type a couple times and it was bad. Like I dated mm-hmm. like this, you know, bad mistake before Rolo. And mm-hmm. that was ended very shortly. I was like, oh, no, we're good. I need I need to go back to my type. And my type has always been because um, I don't know. I disagree. I think Rolo's a badass in some ways. Like mm-hmm. he's he's definitely, you know, like he's who got me into guns. I'll be realistic. Yeah. Like that was one of our first dates. He's like, you want to go to the range? This is an essential part of who I am. I'm like. All right, let's go. So, right. like to me, that was he was the the gateway drug that led me to like yeah. guns and. Um, the I think most, I always had, the, the yeah. coolest of nerds is the badass nerd that actually knows how to use guns. Yeah. Yes, for sure. But he's a nerd. The overriding yeah. thing. I'm not. This is not a diss to Rolo. No, it's not. It's not. I mean, for he's God's sake, good looking he, dude. He's a good looking guy. He's got a deep voice. Yeah. Right. But still, he's a nerd. I'm sorry. That's the overriding principle. He's squarely yeah. in the nerd category. Absolutely. <laughs> right. But I mean, like, so am I. So it worked out. Yeah. Like, yeah. To, like, we found, like, so many things that we, like, you have to, when you're out there for the single people, you need to find someone, you know, guys and girls. Find someone that you just, like, because I have tons of friends who, like, marry mm-hmm. someone, and then they're, like, you know, afterward, they're, like, all right, I'll see you later. And I'm, like, you guys aren't spending time with each other? It's, like, no, nah, he's going to go play with his boys online, and I'm going to, you know, just drink wine and watch the Real Housewives or whatever. I'm, like... You guys don't have any hobbies in common. So to mm-hmm. me, that's really weird because, mm-hmm. you know, we both like came, we all, I think the, our, our background, like our, that's why we mesh so well. Um, mm-hmm. We had a lot of things in common. We liked the same kind of music, not K-pop at that back then. <laughs> we liked these alt, alt rock bands. Yeah, I was going to say, he's a, you know, compared to <laughs> those K-pop, K-pop dudes, he is literally the rock. If you want to compare him to those, to those dudes yeah, no. in those K-pop, K-pop bands. <laughs> No, we he actually comes out, um, he comes out pretty pretty good. I don't think you want to actually date any of those guys in those K-pop no. bands. Yeah, okay. No. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, like we would have to me it was just like you just have to find somebody who has similar hobbies. And then like I wasn't into guns, but I always mm. had a like a, you know, I, I I always liked that stuff, like that that genre of movie and I'm like always like that's so cool. I to- totally want to do that. And like once I got into it, it's like you know, I liked it. I mean, I mm-hmm. always liked things like uh, martial arts and stuff like that. So to me, mm-hmm. it was it was a matter of time before I got into it. So yeah, you're a nerdy chick too. I think he he yeah. knows that. Yeah, that's why I always tell people that you and Rolando are very similar to Lola and I. Lola is a complete nerd. Yeah. Yeah, totally a nerd. She's cool, but she, you know, Lola is a nerd. She might not want to hear it, but she's a nerd. So there you go. You know, two nerds coming together appreciating each other is a beautiful thing 
Everybody mm-hmm. else out there is looking at that like, oh, well, you know, how do you guys get along so much? Because you've got your differences, totally different mm-hmm. things, but, you know, yeah. Absolutely. I'm not saying you have to be the same. Like, yeah. uh, uh, I actually, tr- I, I, I tried to make a, a, <laughs> an attempt at being a car person. Like, I used to watch you? Was that show. Okay. I tried. I tried. Okay. I really did. Uh-huh. I tried. I would watch that show with the British people. Oh, what was it called? Uh, the, oh, Top Gear? Yeah, I used to watch Top Gear with him, and it was uh-huh. a very entertaining show because I think the, the host, Jeremy, and whatever his name is, mm-hmm. were very funny. And the, uh, the little you mean tiny. Je- Sir Jeremy Clarkson? I don't think he's a Sir knight. Jeremy Clarkson, yeah. I don't think, and the little I don't tiny. Think, oh, Richard Hammond? You mean Richard yes. Hammond? <laughs> the hamster? <laughs> the hamster. Yeah, so I had a great time watching it. I think that when they actually like went, you know, they, they changed the host is when I stopped watching it. But for a little while, it was like remembering things about the show. And like, I remember I would like spout these little bits of knowledge about like, you know, the rear wheel axis, blah, blah, blah. And people would look at me like, wait, you're a car person? I'm like, no, I'm pretending. I'm really pretending really hard. <laughs> so I felt like I was studying for a test. Like I'd sit there eating popcorn, like writing notes. And he's like, what are you yeah. doing? I'm like, I'm trying to be a car person. It didn't work yeah. out. I don't No, Lola just likes the scenery. That's what she likes about yeah. those. They do, you know, they've got really cool scenery in there. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But that's about it's it. St- yeah. I'll still watch those shows. I'll still get like entertained, yeah. but I'm not going to yeah. be like, I oh mean, my God, it doesn't have some car. pale, bony ass K-pop dudes walking around in it. I'm sorry, you know. You know <laughs> it doesn't. Have, uh, Cruise Man report. says the dudes in the K-pop bands are more likely to be into Rolo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of guys that have man crushes on Rolo because of his voice. So I don't know. I've been yeah. hearing that a lot in, in Geeks and Gamers chat. They'd be like, "Oh, Rolo and his deep voice." I'm like, "Dude, you're a dude. What's yeah. going on, man?" I mean, dudes like, hey, are. I don't know. It's so crazy. It's something wrong with dudes. There's something. I uh, I believe that about Rolo, but uh, Sam Andrews that I do videos with, it's the mm-hmm. same thing. I do those videos. They get a lot of. Uh, uh, views and guys are always on there telling me how they go to sleep listening to his voice. No thanks. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, look at yeah. like uh, what's this guy's name? Grand Thumb. Like, mm-hmm. there's so many like, like I have never seen again. That that's your thing. Cool. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. if you're into dudes, do you, mm-hmm. man? But mm-hmm. like, I know some of these guys are straight. I know it because there's no <laughs> way like ninety percent of his his comments and chat is all like super gay. Like. Oh, flannel daddy, yeah. I'm like, this is so weird. <laughs> I don't even look at that guy's video, so I can't even. I can't even. Uh, I can't even. But yes, I think I, I. If you want me to break down the psychology of what's going on there, when we after we take this break, I'll break it down for you if you want to know. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's take this break. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like High Point Firearms and Full Forge Gear, bags and gear for everyday life. Did you know High Point is an American family-owned and operated company located in Ohio with over 30 years of manufacturing experience? High Point is proud to be the home of the working man's gun and your source for affordable handguns and carbines with a lifetime warranty. So when you're in the market, please consider Hype. Yeah, one of the things I would tell you, because it drives Lola crazy, um, and this is why, you know, this is why you see this in a lot of things out there. Believe it or not, guys at, like a lot of gay jokes. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yep. This oh, is, I see that all the time. Like yeah. with our um, in Geeks and Gamers, we have something mm-hmm. called Premium, which is like you you pay to mm-hmm. to like do special content or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's actually how I started out as a fan. Like I really enjoyed watching the streams, and then I like 
It's like, oh, I'd like to like play with these guys. So I like mm-hmm. became a premium member and I jumped in and like, I was like shocked at all the gay jokes and I'm like super straight people. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what is your obsession with all these gay jokes? And it's just like, guys, I, I don't just know, think it's dudes. a guy thing at <laughs> yeah. this point. Dudes. Yeah. I, I don't get into that until I'm around dudes. Yeah. I'll like, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't get it. And they don't care that I'm in there listening. And I'm like, if there's more than two dudes hanging out, there will be go- gay jokes. There's going to yeah. be gay jokes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not anti, like, if anyone's out there being like, oh, they're bigots. It's like, no, it's like, they're saying stuff, like, that makes you, like, really, could, like, are, are they? Are they? Are, what, what? No, God, was- you know what? You know what it is? Okay. So, first of all, Lola always says, well, there must be some element of that. So, yes, if you have 10 dudes in a room and there's a bunch of gay jokes going on, at least one or two of those dudes are gay. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you let's, think so? let, let's just start. Let's just start from that point of view, okay? <laughs> you know, they're gay, bisexual, whatever. That's their thing. All right. Typically, the guys who go out of their way to be super macho—that's what's going on with them. Hey, like I there's said, a, do your thing, a, man. I don't there's care, a lot but... of that. Yeah, there's a lot of that super macho thing going on. But but guys like to uh, play chicken with each other. In terms of they want oh, oh so you want to be gross? How gay can you go? Yeah, you want, yeah. Do you want to be gross? You want to talk about gross? <laughs> There's a. Uh, I'll give you an example. Um, have you ever heard of the Venture Brothers? Are you into the Venture? Yes, Brothers? I was a huge fan. That's so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the Venture Brothers cartoon. I've been obsessed with that for like the last couple of weeks. While really? I've watched that whole yeah, it's on HBO. So oh, it I used th- to be a part of Adult Swim. I watch I've, like I've yeah. been a, like a fan for like years. Yeah. And I just stopped right around the cloning um, season because oh, it was like I couldn't. Yeah. Okay, you should get back into it. It's on HBO now. Uh, wow. Because ha- HBO has a whole bunch of things, including Adult Swim and all that, right? Okay. So there's seven seasons on there, mm-hmm. and there is a lot of gay stuff in there. There's a lot. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Yeah the the creators of that and the 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 artists doing that uh, have their own different things going on there. But there's a lot of what we're talking about in this. But there's this one um, scene that I was looking at the other night when um, I think it's Brock Sampson. Brock and, Sampson. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you you could do the uh, um, what's her name? Uh, the girl who's hit the, has the a Russian, relationship. Yeah. yeah, the Russian. Um, what what's I want to say Anna Topovich, but it's something else. It's like not Anna Topovich. Uh, that's from Goldeneye. No, it's oh uh, something Cocktease. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I anyway. Pick this out. Uh, Brock Sampson and his, you know, he has a commander. He has this mm-hmm. guy that was like his, his, uh, commander. And this is the guy who like became a woman, like actually mm-hmm. had his, you know, had Molotov. boobs. Molotov Cocktease. Molotov Cocktease. Yeah. 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 That's one. That's a cool character. But, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, his commander actually like had boobies and got rid of his schlong and everything mm-hmm. for a that. minute in the series and then went all the way, like, Went, became a woman, then became a dude again. You guys can say whatever you want to, this, but this is what I'm trying to tell you. So anyway, they're on some kind of mission, and they're in they're in an aircraft or something that they took out. They went while they were on this mission. They went to a strip club, so they're mm-hmm. coming back from the strip club in an aircraft, and they're talking about the sad uh, boobies on a stripper in this thing, and this is like a classic scene. They're just going on and on about the boobies on this stripper, like how sad they are. 
If anyone out there knows what I'm talking about, recognize this. So I'm looking at that show last night. After the show, I try to like unwind and I need to look at stupid shit. I, I, yeah. I have to look at the dumbest, craziest thing possible to wind my brain down. And I, I, yeah. huh? I didn't I think said, I love that show. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to totally like go back and catch up. <laughs> I didn't think that Lola was listening. So I'm looking at this and they're like, man, the, her tits were so bad. It was so sad. It, like they're, they're saying all these things. And Lola just started giggling. <laughs> She's like, oh my God, what is happening? They were just going on. And this, this is dudes. We have to one up each other. When, we're when there's more than one dude hanging out, the competition to outgross out one up each other it gets it gets hardcore and this is where people who aren't secure in their manhood and all that kind of stuff or who they are they back off mm -hmm. like the minute you venture into the like gay categories like gay jokes and stuff like that there's a lot of dudes that back off so this is what the challenge becomes like oh are you playing chicken with me you think, you know, it's, this is how some people want to win this so bad. They just go in there, you know, and it gets, yes, it gets pretty gross if you're a wife or significant other. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was saying. Like when it, when I first heard that, like these, mm -hmm. but to me, it's like these guys have this huge camaraderie because they play video games every week together. Mm -hmm. And it's like, mm -hmm. they're not even with like the, the, the crew. It's like, they become friends with each other because it's like, mm -hmm. it's a small group of people who just show mm -hmm. up and play like Mario Kart every freaking week. Mm -hmm. So it's like, to me, it's like, at first I was like, what is going on? But then I like realized that they're not trying to actually like insult each other. It's like a sign of affection mm -hmm. almost. So it was just like, okay, this is definitely a guy thing. So it's like, I've never really spent time around I mean, I have, but I've never really spent that much time around guys who were just like, mm -hmm. who didn't care that I was listening. Cause that was different. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I'm used to people like censoring themselves around me. So it was really cool when I like became part of that little group of people where I'm like, mm -hmm. I got to really experience, you know, getting to a peek into guy culture and yeah, we're, we're nuts. locker room talk. Yeah, we're nuts. Armin and Axis says, uh, the best black jokes I ever heard was from a black guy I worked with. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh, uh and axis people don't understand how black people talk to each other I don't think. well it's got to be like hispanics we do the yeah. same thing we're we like we crack jokes about each other right yeah um but then someone says that to us racist racism yeah. <laughs> um you don't even want to know like how like my parents if man you, you people don't know man if i ever told people like how hardcore my parents uh, were when it came to racism <laughs> and my dad's black and my mom's was indian so yeah lots of racism <laughs> coming out of that um what is this Ar uh, he also says worked with a polish guy who told the best polak jokes also yep that's how it is not surprised yeah i used to work with this uh i worked in a hospital and there was an australian uh there's an Australian doctor there, and I think he was the anesthesiologist. Anesthesiologist. You got and it. Whenever he came in there, you know, and I, I at that hospital, I was just like a doorman, you mm -hmm. know, and I worked in orderly. A door. Uh, I was a doorman. That's how I started there as a doorman. It was a. It's a hospital on the Upper East Side. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, are you the they, guy who like makes you like look at the ID and then give you a little sticker? No, literally a doorman, like a New York doorman. You ever saw? Oh, so a, you just open the door? That's it? You ever saw New York movies where yeah, when yeah. you pull up to like a hotel, there's a doorman and they open the yeah. door for you and they get you a cap? That was my job. Okay. But I worked inside of the security department, and then I also, the, being a doorman, and I was a security guard, and then I was worked inside of the engineering department, which is like building maintenance, moving around the hospital, so my mm-hmm. whole time there. But, uh, I, you know, at all of those jobs I did took me all over the hospital moving around, like I would take, you know, there might be like a special patient or something, and all that kind of stuff. So, because New York doormen... Um, uh, it, people in New York have a very special relationship with the doorman, mm-hmm. you know? So um, this particular guy would always tell me sheep sex jokes. And he didn't give a crap who was listening, okay? And he would see me outside and tell me those. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm going in. And there's people listening. Like, what the hell? What's happening? Right before, he's got someone there that he's about to put on there going into surgery. And I run into him. He just starts telling me. And I'm just laughing. He's trying to gross me out. And I'm just laughing. And like, oh, that's a good one. And so he just, and the other doctors are like, what's going on here? And he would just go until, because, you know, like dudes want you to get to the point where you're like, okay, no, I can't take it anymore. And you, you surrender. You have to surrender. And then that guy goes, I am the man. He had to walk away from me. <laughs> so, so the yeah. funny thing is that I'm thinking here, I'm like, where would you, like, unless he's making them up, like, that's back mm-hmm. in before the internet was a thing. Yes, so it was. Well, he, he was from a- New Zealand. And so okay. people always say that about people from New Zealand. They like sheep. Yeah. So he was like, oh, I'm just going to go all in on that. And that was like his thing. Don't, don't try to think. Don't try to figure guys out. We're, we're <laughs> yeah, we don't make any sense. We're totally crazy. And they say this that is, women are from from Venus or whatever. I, yeah. I beg to differ. So, uh, yeah, I can't figure women out either. You know, but I could tell you that's what it is with us guys. That's what our problem is. We're trying to outdo. It's you, you know what? Gun guys are like that. Gun guys mm-hmm. are like that. Look at the gun community. I always tell people this. I was talking to someone about it recently. The gun community, you can have a million, $10 million worth of guns. All the gun guys are okay with that. The minute you have like anything else nice, hate you. <laughs> You bastard. Really? I didn't know you're that. Su- yeah. You're supposed to be like a monk and only spend all your money on guns. Yeah. You know? So, and so, so that's, would you, that's fine. Would they get mm-hmm. salty at Rolo for spending two Gs on a uh, plus on a drone instead of buying a nice gun? I'm not going to say I'm not going to say like all gun guys are that, like that. But I know gun guys who get in trouble with their audience if they have a Rolex on. Oh, or if people weird. know that they drive like a really nice car or a really expensive car or whatever they get mad about it and i'm always like why why you guys you know or if they found out like this guy you know it's just it's just a thing but if you but you can have all the guns in the world the guy can literally be showing you a gun that is a hundred thousand dollar gun and you're happy Hmm. you know and the gun folks out there feel like yes if you're you know if it's if that's about guns it's all good I mean, I've seen guys make gun videos that cost more than a Rolex. So then why be mad (laughs) that someone has one, has one on, but I see people doing that. So, 
you know. Interesting. I wonder if yeah. they um if that's like I don't know if you watch Demo Ranch and mm-hmm. Matt Carricker stuff, but like he just had one that I watched where he's doing like a fake MTV Cribs kind of thing, going over his ridiculously expensive mm-hmm. gun gun compound. But I mean, he mm-hmm. does show like the guy's got got to have like an insane amount of money invested in guns. Like he shows off this room that's just like wall to wall guns. Yeah, I didn't look at that just, video, but I saw that it's out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. you looked at it. How was it? It was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. I, I'm old enough to remember MTV mm-hmm. Cribs, and I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. And yeah. Um, definitely lots of gun porn for anybody who's into that I stuff. I mean, first of all, that dude's a multi-multi-millionaire. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean he would have been well off. Like, I don't know a lot of people know this. He would have been well off even without mm-hmm. uh, Demo Ranch. And he's got he's branched off into, like, he does, like, he flips houses and has, like, that other YouTube channel that has nothing to do with guns now because that actually makes more money than his gun stuff, which, like, makes tons of sense because YouTube doesn't like gun stuff right yeah so, i think he always had vet ranch he was always doing a yeah. bunch of different things yeah but, but he's um, the owner he's the owner of like a huge vet company and and has a bunch of offices yeah. and you know well, he doesn't his, even practice anymore well his success came comes from what you talked about earlier that um you know he's one of the first male gun bunnies mm-hmm. so as a dude you know he's that's you know that's people's attraction to him and most of the audience is dudes but, you know, he's just like a lot of those folks are just looking at that kind of stuff to worship his awesomeness and his cuteness or whatever it is. <laughs> There's some other guys that are gun dudes and don't have that. Mm-hmm. Right. But to but he has like that rock and roll kind of thing. And when you get those kind of views, you're going to make a ridiculous a crap, a, a mega crap ton of of money and stuff like that. And Yeah, I think it's cool that he that he put some of it into guns. I think the thing that people get mad with him is, is they feel like he doesn't get political enough. Um, and, and, you know, I think that might, you know, that probably is what it is. But I think at the end of the day, he appeals to a lot of younger people, a lot of non-gun people. And so he's probably like a gateway drug and not mm-hmm. as aggressive as the other folks. Um, you know, that's another thing I think about the gun world. They feel like everyone out there has to be a super mega gun, you know, gun monk. You must only, you must only do guns and only bring guns to the people and only talk to people about guns. So I, I know I do that because I want to, and I'm passionate about that. So I spend a lot of time and I take a lot of uh, blows and, and arrows and stuff like that. And I'm suppressed a lot for talking about politics and all that, but I don't think one, it's not everyone's thing. You know, everyone doesn't want to talk about their politics or everyone doesn't want to talk about their religion and those kinds of things. But Demo Ranch just want, you know, he just puts this fun stuff out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's not very serious. It's definitely not going to be a watch that, you know, you're going to watch it and Mm -hmm. and get something out of it. Like, it's not going to be like watching a political uh, news breakdown, but it's definitely going to be like, let me have fun with guns. And anybody going in expecting any more than that, that's just not, you know, like, that's a different category. And, uh... I don't, I don't hate on him. Like sometimes I get a little bit pissed, but at the same time, it's like, whatever it's, Mm -hmm. it's, he's not also, it's like, who's actually watching this stuff. Okay. So to me, it's like, if you're trying to make inroads outside of, you know, like the echo chamber or whatever, we've always Mm -hmm. talked about this, like the echo chamber or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, you really think that people who are anti-gun are watching Matt Carriker? I don't think so. So it's yeah. like you got to figure out how to actually do real activism instead of just Is that his last name? I I don't know what his last name is. Yeah. Carriker. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. I've been a long time fan. I've watched him even before I was a gun person. <laughs> yes, I know. If you like if you like K pop guys, you like him. That's what I just said to you. <laughs> He's the cute rock and roll guy, right? I know. I know you do. I know exactly <laughs> I know what pushes your buttons. <laughs> I'm not I'm not into mad though. I'm like there's something yeah, not yeah. my type. Not my yeah. type, but <laughs> uh, I'm not saying that, you know, it's easy. Look, with here's the thing. Some people are more universal than other people, right? Some people are mm -hmm. like, I'm an acquired taste. <laughs> you know, in the van world, for example. Your Guinness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. That's, you know, a little bit bitter. <laughs> you know, a little tough to actually have to deal with. In the van world, I hear this all the time. The videos I make in the van world, I do it pretty much like this. I'm loud, boisterous, and all that. And one of the guys that I do videos with quite a lot uh, runs a place that sells vans in Gainesville. And when him and I, so he does his own videos, right? He hires someone who's very professional. He does his thing. He's a sales guy. He points to that stuff. Why? I, I don't believe in doing what other people do. I'm an artist. I'm creative, right? I have mm -hmm. to put my own twist to whatever's happening. So when I do videos, we have fun. We talk about things. We make fun of each other. And I feel like most of the audience appreciates that. But every single video, there's people that come in there and complain, oh, you guys talk too much. It's too much uh, horsing around, you know, too much having fun. It's just like this. We're not, like, we could talk for hours and never really hit on guns. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, you know, what I find is that most people out there want this kind of, like, whitewashed... And when I say that, I don't mean like in terms of race, but they kind of want the watered down, you know, universal, like, oh, everybody can like him kind of thing. And then other people become an acquired taste that you have to be, you have to somehow like someone like me or know someone like me or, mm -hmm. you know, not everyone, not everyone's going to dig it. That's just the way that it is. And with Demo Ranch, I think everyone can dig it's it. It's wired appeal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, same it's thing. I you know, I think that I hear that a lot. Um, and it, mm -hmm. it, you know, I've gone through like a rainbow of like emotions when it comes to our podcast. Most of it is ends up with me being just, you know, I, why do I, why did I start this? And it's not, you know, I'm not trying mm -hmm. to be anybody, you know, out there. In yeah. fact, I'm a very private person. Mm -hmm. So to me, it actually, it's, it's like a nightmare to like, think about like people know my name. Oh, that's so scary. So, mm -hmm. you know, the, the real reason we ever started any of this was to, you know, just talk about these things that people need to hear about. Yeah. And, uh, to, you know, I always hear this, Oh, you guys are so great. I love the chemistry you guys have. I'm like, yeah, well, we're married. That happens. And, mm -hmm. um, or like your show's great. So I, I just don't understand why it's not bigger and it doesn't have a bigger audience. And I'll, and I'll be honest. I'm like, it's because, uh, you know, not everyone's going to want to sit here for two hours and listen to us rant about politics and how angry we are about it. It's yeah. definitely a niche, you know, product. It's not going to be something that's going to widely appeal to anybody. Yeah, you know. I, I'm going to tell you something that's going to shock you. Most of your audience is probably tuning in because they find you cute. Bottom line, you're a chick. They find you cute. I know. I'm I not. Know. I'm not. I think, I'm I think not it's Rolo. I really think it's Rolo. Th there's there's those weirdo dudes out there, but there's more <laughs> folks tuning in just because there's not a there's not a lot of women talking about this stuff, and most of the audience are dudes, and they want to look. They you know. As a guy, I want to look at women more than I do dudes. Do you see what I'm saying? I can I'm see saying? that. I, yeah. No, I can see we're, that. We're, we're gonna, like, 
you were going to take Go a quick it. break. Yeah. We're going to come back and uh, expand. With Arms List, you can shop the extensive list of local and nationwide firearms classified. Now with more confidence because of their built-in firewall. For only $6.99 a month for personal use or $30 a month for business vendors. So when you're in the market, please consider Arms List. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Arms List. Yeah, so um, <laughs> Jen Champ Jr. says Rolo's pretty cute, though. Uh huh. Yeah, he is. You guys yeah. can say whatever you want to. If Lola was, if Lola was doing what I'm doing, it would probably be bigger numbers. And this is yeah. this is nothing against you guys. I think that what you guys do should have a bigger audience. The problem is there are so many people that are on YouTube. The numbers on YouTube in terms of content creators, channels, videos that go up and all that are massive at this point, right? It's massive. Yeah. Uh, I think you guys are exceptionally talented, and that's why the guys at Geeks and Gamers have recognized that. So it's just a matter of time before people really figure out the, the dynamics. I'm not saying any of this to take away from that. At the end of the day, though, the biggest part of the audience out there is dude. Okay. I mean, I'll, and, I'm not going to deny it because I yeah. see it on when I look at the numbers of like, for instance, in the Geeks and Gamers like crew, mm -hmm. the girls tend to just like when they're doing their own thing on Twitch, it's like they pull these crazy numbers. And I'm mm -hmm. like, you know, it is what it is. It's like the mm -hmm. fairer sex attracts more, maybe. And like, I'm not hating on it. It's just I'm I'm just observing like a data thing like. Oh, if like you got a dude and you got a girl streaming at the same time, and then I look at how many viewers they have, the girl's gonna have more. It's just what yeah. it is. Like that's but just male nature, I guess. Yeah, it's male nature. It's not. It's not a bad thing. I mean, mm -hmm. people. There's folks out there who always say that, um, you know, that it's a man's world or whatever. At the end of the day, men want to see women. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. And then women are women are gonna be like. Go like I don't want to say we go both ways, but I'm just like mm -hmm. for instance, like women mm -hmm. appeal to women and then women mm -hmm. appeal to men. So it's like men are hoes. I, I remember when there was some young, you know, two A want like he wanted to get into activism or he started it and he would like had like a hundred people watching his stuff or like uh you know following him or something like low numbers and he was just like how do I get you know like how do I get to become bigger? I'm like bro, you're not gonna do it. Like I was just like I never said that to him, but it's like because then I compared uh -huh. it to someone who started at the same time, who's someone who's now my friend, and she's very well endowed, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. And uh, she blew up. Like her numbers are like crazy high, and I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. Like if you uh, if you're a cute girl, you're just gonna have more success at it. And I I have weird feelings about that. I do. Like sometimes I get mad. Like. I don't know. I'm weird, but I'm like, I want you to listen to what I'm saying, not because I'm cute or like whatever. Like sometimes I just, I have weird, you know, reactions to that because I'm one of those people. Where I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put on a skimpy outfit and hold a gun and and you know to get bigger numbers. I refuse to do it. But I don't hate on women who do. I just no. I don't want to do that. So yeah, well, it's the know, dynamics. I have weird feelings. It's the dynamics of the thing. It's the dynamics of the thing. So. You know, just naturally, this is how we are as guys. But there are certain things that... So, for example, if a guy already has a chick, if he's not lonely or whatever, you know, he's already got his chick. If he wants to spend time, you know, with a woman, he's going to spend time, you know, 
So this is this is how I am. If you if you go look at what I look at, at on YouTube, you're probably not going to see anything with with women come up, right? That doesn't mean that I don't like. Of course I do, but I I'm not thinking in that way. So I'm not going to look at everything like that because if I'm looking at it for that reason, I get distracted. Right? I'm easily, as a guy, I'm easily distracted. So I'm going to look, if I want to get info out of these things, I'm going to look at it for the info and pull that out. Now, if I want to be entertained, then I'm going to look at different things. So, for example, if I'm telling you that I'm looking at these different cartoons and stuff like that, because in that moment, I want to be entertained. Right. So now I'm trying to pull a different thing out of this. And then especially when you're talking about, there's a there's a lot of like old you know, dudes out there, you know, I'm sure some of them are going to get mad. They're probably, you know, out there now, <laughs> but there's a lot of old lonely dudes out there. So when they're looking at this stuff, they're going to tune in because they're like, Oh, you know what? I wish I had a girlfriend like this that believed in this thing. Or I wish my wife was like that and didn't hate guns or whatever it is. We're aspirational as people. We try to look up to whatever it is that we're trying to be around, if that makes any sense. No, it totally makes sense. Mm -hmm. And that's why I go back to the whole relationship thing. Like, I'm not mm -hmm. saying, like, to go divorce your wife. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not saying that by any means. Like, for those out mm -hmm. there who are like, mm -hmm. I wish my wife was like that. I just think for the people who are still single out there, and they say that, like, um, I wish I had someone like you or who was like you. And, you know, to them, it's like, I wasn't into guns when... Mm -hmm. Rolo met me, but I think I was open-minded. I've always been a very, very open-minded person. So if, you know, I don't like, I didn't like really roller coasters that much. I liked, I had just started getting into them in my mid-20s. Mm -hmm. I used to be scared, uh, terrified of them, but I knew it was something super important to Rolo. So, you know, I get over my fear and I go on a roller coaster with him, you know? Mm -hmm. So Makes it's sense. like, you gotta, you gotta just find someone who's open-minded enough to try stuff. And it goes both ways. It's not just like me changing myself for him. I mean... He sits there and watches like, hey, that new Blackpink video came out. We did this yesterday. Yeah. This new K-pop video came out. This Blackpink video came out. Let's watch he's it. He's more of a and man than me. <laughs> you know, no and he'll, he'll like, I, we do <laughs> yeah, stuff for each down. other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you make compromises. Um, I'm going to read this comment from Armsman. <laughs> this is sure. his comment. He says, no homo, but nothing I enjoy more than Rose Rants. Dude is smart and passionate about his freedom and beliefs. He has Joe uh, on rant all the time now, too. I love their channel. Their following should be huge. They uh, definite, uh, definitely deserve it. Amazing couple. Thank uh, you, Armstrong. Yeah, and Night Train says, uh, Night Train says, Joe and Ro are certified celebrities as they have been featured prominently uh, in, in the A couple of articles on the USCCA Concealed Carry Monthly Magazine. Uh, I've got that <laughs> article. <laughs> Listen, everything is not, you know, like all these stereotypes don't fit for people. Someone says that's why that's why gun bunnies. Um, but there's dude gun bunnies. I keep saying this. There are dudes out there. I think that Demo Ranch is a dude gun bunny. You mean like this guy? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's trying to be a dude gun. He's trying to be a dude gun bunny. Um, <laughs> You know, for sure, Tony Simon is trying to be it. But there, no, I'm, no, all kidding aside, there's dude gun yeah. bunnies. I think I mean, Brand, Brandon Herrera, I think, is really cool, but he's a dude gun bunny. Sorry, I don't know. He's. I'm not saying. I'm not saying he's not. He knows a lot about guns. He's a very smart guy. He's. You know, he's a lot of cool things, right? He's but a see, lot of, I haven't. But at I the end of the I mean, day, this is uh -huh. all. All the guys that are doing these videos, like 
And Brandon doesn't do this. I think he, he talks about political stuff and all that kind of stuff. But he's mm-hmm. in the category of Demo Wrench and Kentucky mm-hmm. Ballistics and all these dudes out there that are just doing, uh, how many watermelons can we shoot? How many books? How many things? Can, can this bullet go through this thing? You know, oh, I almost killed myself blowing up the safe. All of that is like, that's the candy of the gun world. And I'm not knocking it. There's a hundred was, people look that at one that. People consume old, that. What's this Paul? Mm. What's this guy? The old uh, YouTube guy, like the middle-aged guy who always wears like he looks like his videos are made in the '80s. Paul something. Gosh, oh, I don't uh, know. On it. Paul uh, something. Middle age. Roll level member. Paul. Huh. He's older. Le- so legally armed <laughs> America? It can't be. No. No, that's not something. Yeah. It's probably not Paul. I'm terrible with names. Yeah. Okay. And what but is, I'm gonna roll will, will, Okay. Rolo will let me know what it is, and then he that that guy was like the original OG yeah. guy when he's like, let me see how many stakes I can shoot through. <laughs> but he was like really like scientific about it, so he definitely like doesn't oh. have that aspect. Oh, oh, I'm scientific about it. Wait a second. No, that threw me. Scientific about it. Who did you think I was talking uh, about? Brick says Harrell. Yes, that guy. Yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Have you watched this stuff? Um, I don't know what that... I don't re- typically recognize people by their names. Paul Harrell? Yeah, he's like an older guy. He's a little bit quirky. Wears the same old, like, 1970s jacket. Um, he's hilarious. I love his videos. Let me see who... But he, does, he doesn't He does do his, like, stupid stuff, but he'll definitely, like, test out guns and to do, like, the let's shoot through, mm-hmm. you know, soda or, like, this giant piece of meat or something. And Yeah. Um, okay, so I wouldn't pulling... call him a gun bunny. <laughs> no, um, and I'm not trying to diss Brandon Herrera. He knows he's a gun bunny. I don't care. You guys could tell him I said he's a gun bunny. Uh, you know, the last time I saw him, I called him Jesus, and I, I think I, <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" And he was like, "He didn't." Oh, you're talking about fangirl? this guy, which I don't think yeah, I've yeah, looked at guy. himself too much. Yeah, uh, I think I have seen things from. Was that guy a magazine writer or something at some point? He he acts like he must have been because it, I like, think so. to me he's got journalist vibes to me. Yeah. So I don't know yeah. his background. Um, I think like uh, who it was this forty two chill says candy comes in lots of flavors. I think mm-hmm. it goes back to what I was saying about the Venture Brothers. Sometimes I just want junk food. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, I just want nonsense, and I think a lot of people are like that out there. So the bigger audience, that's what they want. Like you, 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 you were at work, you know, you had to go through all kinds of crap. Like, let's talk about, let's say folks living here in Florida, right? Dudes living here in Florida, they're working outdoors, they're getting hot, sweaty, you know, doing all this stuff. When they come home, they just want to unwind and they just Mm want to look at something fun. Well, I totally understand that. Yeah. 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 That's where that comes from. You know, they don't always want to get, uh, uh, like Serious, get miserable. Heavy. Yeah, gets, yeah. yeah, exactly. They don't want to get heavy and, and, and let's be realistic. When you when you I watch like uh, I watch like Luke Rakowski, We Are Change, or like mm-hmm. Tim Pool, and he's always got these little short videos that starts with "Civil War is coming." You know, at this mm-hmm. point, I think it's a joke, but mm-hmm. um, you know, I end up feeling like almost like semi black pilled by the end. I'm like, man, this country's going to hell. You know, like I don't want to like get off a shift of work and, and like feel that way. So you know totally understandable i'll put something on dumb or i'm more of a reader like i've i've been a huge book nerd my entire life ever since i was a little kid 
So am I going to sit there and read Shakespeare and literature and Jane Austen every day? No, Mm -hmm. you know, like, or anything anymore, you know, uh, whatever. Mm -hmm. I've got a copy of Atlas Shrugged that I keep trying to get through. (laughs) Oh, Atlas Shrugged. I'm trying to to go through Atlas Shrugged on audio and it kills me. You want to go to sleep, you can read Atlas Shrugged or listen to it or even try to watch the movie. It's just not entertaining. I've gotten through it to a certain point. I, I've had my successes come from audiobooks to, yeah. <laughs> to a certain extent or looking at the movies. It's not easy. It's not easy. Yeah. 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 But I, I yeah. like, I'm a, I'm a reader. I go through like, especially if I fly so much for work, I'm like, I'm not the person who like puts the movie on because it's like, lately, I don't know what's going on with cinema, but mm-hmm. I think F9 near killed me. I was always a Fast and Furious fan. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I can quote the first Fast and Furious movie. I quote it all the time. Like, I think I've watched that movie more than a hundred times. So yeah. always loved it. But as like, as time goes on, like, I don't know what's going on with that, but F9, I must've been so bored on like mm-hmm. an all day flight kind of thing that mm-hmm. I, it took me like three or four flights. Cause I could only watch it in 20 minute segments, you know, mm-hmm. like that's how bad that movie was like awful. So well, now they're basically it, like, superheroes. Later. They're not real. So you have to suspend your disbelief and just, you know, but I like superhero movies, Hank. Like, and it wasn't like even if you come in saying, "Okay, it's gonna be a superhero movie," it's still horrible. But it's, it's a terrible super. It's like a superhero movie made by the WWF or E or whatever it is, <laughs> yes. right? Because yes. it's you know it's just horrible. You know that it's scripted and they're horrible at doing it, and so it just becomes a train wreck or whatever. Yeah, I yeah, they're terrible. I mean, yeah. you, if you could use a car to swing like a vine, like Tarzan through the jungle, mm-hmm. that would be what you're looking at in that. And it's it's got no sense of any kind of practicality, so it's morphed. They're living actually in an alter. Their asses all died in the first or second movie, mm-hmm. you know. And now this is them continued in some kind of alternate reality. Or it's they're all in a coma from yeah. the horrible car crash yeah. where they like went through a yeah. building and then like it's basically a Vin five. Diesel. It's a Vin Diesel cash grab. I mean, he's not mm-hmm. Vin Diesel's not talented. Let's be honest about that. Not at all. No, I mean, like the only movies like my only really good. They're not good, but they're like campy. Mm-hmm. But it's like mm-hmm. if you're into campy stuff, like I love the Chronicles of Riddick. Like, yeah, that to me is like the greatest Vin Diesel movie ever. After that, I'm like, there's no good Vin Diesel movies, in my opinion, besides Fast and Furious 1. Um, yeah. Pitch, Black, one. Pitch Black was Pitch good Black. for, low, for yeah. a low budget. Chronicles mm-hmm. of Riddick I like because of the, you know, the heavy sci-fi. And uh, it's absolutely kind of ridiculous. Like, go back and watch it now. It's even mm-hmm. funnier when you go back and watch old movies. Like, the, just the lines. Like, mm-hmm. when he, she turns around, like, she, uh, Thandie Newton goes, who is oh this man? Like, this is the most ridiculous movie in the world. It's so uh, awesome. It I, also, I also hate it when I'm looking at movies and there's only so many black chicks. You either get Thandie Newton or that chick that's, like, in the, um, uh, not the, I guess she, she's in the Avengers, but she's in Guardians of the Galaxy. There's only, like, these bony-ass uh, light-skinned oh, chicks um, that get to be. um uh, Dominican, she's Dominican. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh my God, uh, Saldana. Yeah, Zoe, Zoe Saldana. Sal- Zoe Saldana. Yeah. yeah. She's she's actually. But her and Thandie Newton are the same person, so they they're the same exact person. You ever notice that about Hollywood? Everyone looks the same. Yeah, I mean, her, uh, her I and Thandie watched... Newton, they're interchangeable. <laughs> Can you really tell the difference? One is like a uh, uh, Latino, right? Skinny, bony yeah. ass chick. And the other one is uh, Thandie Newton is what, British or something like that? Yeah, I think she's French-British. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there you go. All right. 
<laughs> Same thing. Uh, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no thickness in space. Yeah, that's I guess. so. I've never noticed. I, I, I'm gonna need some thickness in space. I'm sorry. If it's gonna be like women that look like boys in space, well, fuck it. That's my opinion. I need some voluptuousness in space, like in the olden days. There was. But, um, I I just went through. So I I, I missed out on all the movies from the mm-hmm. 80s and 90s because that's just mm-hmm. what happened to me. Like I just never watched because I was too busy watching like Sabo Gigante on Univision apparently. So oh I missed out on all the American culture. I'm like uh-huh. catching up in it now in my 30s. So mm-hmm. I watched the Predator series from mm-hmm. scratch. Like that that's my like I always try to go back and like see an yeah. old movie and then like give my review like 20,000 years later. So yeah. I watched Predator and then I went through the series. I watched the new one called Prey. And then I watched Predator 2 and Predator vs. Alien. There's that one chick that I'm like, it's that chick. It's that chick that I know from like Oh, from Predator I, 2? Yeah, I'm like I don't yeah. know her name, but she's like in she's that chick she's in all She was in movies. all the in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. If the if the script called for a Latina, you know, spicy Latina chick. Yeah, they put her. I forgot yeah. what her name is too. I can look it up. Um I looked at Predator 2 recently. It's not that bad. And the first Predator was it was it still stands up. It's pretty good. That movie um, was I loved it. That yeah. the lines from that movie had me rolling because it's like I I rem, I've never seen that movie, but I've heard those lines throughout life. So I'm like I've said that so many times. I don't have time to bleed. Like I've said that so many times. Like I got a paper cut. I'm like I don't have time to bleed. I don't have time so, to bleed. Yeah. I had no idea what that was. No, from. no, no. That was uh the Jesse Ventura said. I ain't got time to bleed. Jesse Ventura. Yes. Yeah, you're talking. I'm looking at um uh, looking at IMDb. Uh, Maria Conchita Alonso. That's yeah, who that is. She's Maria uh, Conchita Alonso. She's Wait, actually a superstar. She's a superstar. That is definitely not her, though. Yeah, this is her. Was right that here. her? Was that her? Yeah, that's oh Maria. Oh my god, Con- I had no idea. Maria that was. Con- oh wow. Yeah, oh, she's like she's still uh, out there doing she's stuff. She's a superstar. Oh, she's got plastic surgery right here. Though. Oh, big time, big time. Yeah, yeah. that's that's uh, what the the life trajectory of the Hispanic uh, soap opera star. Yeah. Like you just. <laughs> By the time you're 40, you've already got like five plastic surgeries. Right. Um, no, I like Maria Conchita Alonso. Yeah, you know. The thi- okay, so you were talking about uh, Vin Diesel movies. I saw someone yeah. say that A Man Apart was good. I haven't looked at that in a while because you're right. Sometimes you have to go back because mm-hmm. back in the days when you looked at that and you thought that was good. <laughs> um, then you go back and watch it and like, what yeah. was I thinking? A good, idea- a good example of that is He-Man. Like, you know, no uh-huh. one likes the He-Man movie that they made. They made a He-Man movie, and it has, uh, what's his name? Uh, I forgot his name now, but uh, the guy that was in the Rocky movies and all that kind of stuff. But you go, but people are like, oh, this movie's terrible. Go back and freaking watch the He-Man cartoon. It's horrible. So, I love Masters of the Universe. Uh, yeah. I, I actually had a He-Man sword, and yeah. like a, uh, and it like lit up and... Right. Said, I yeah. forgot what it used to say, but it was like one of my favorite toys. Uh, growing I grew up. up in the '80s too, but yeah, go back and watch that. Um, but I like uh, what was that movie I was looking at with Vin Diesel? And I'm I'm gonna have to go through the Vin Diesel movies and tell you which ones were good. Vin Diesel's not a good actor. The le- no, he's, he's not. The least he says in the movie, the the best, the better. So let's see, Vin Diesel, and we don't have that much time here, so I'm gonna probably have to do this over in the next thing here and go through. The movies that Vin Diesel is in, and uh, but let's go let's go down through this here. So yeah, you know what? He's good in Guardians of the Galaxy as Groot. 
I mean, Groot just says I. Oh my god. Okay, sure. Yeah. Is anyone going to argue that one with me? He's going to. No. I am Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. They awesome. literally could have had anybody do that. No, Vin Diesel is bit of. You know, he's the voice of Iron Giant. He does a lot of voice work. Yeah, he's got a good yeah. deep voice. But yeah, he's is good he for a, that. You know. That's all. Sure. He's good. That's it. <laughs> that's the only. That's the only thing. Um, let me His see. face can't emote, though. He's terrible at that. <laughs> Vin Diesel trying to do emotion. He's, he tried it in Fast and Furious when he like had the kid. Remember, he had a son. That yeah, to me too, was like the he's most too caught hilarious. up in himself. He's too. You know what? We're gonna have to take this break and come back here mm-hmm. and critique. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of a DAO or decentralized autonomous organization like Tusk Crypto. Tusk cryptocurrency is a firearm-friendly e-commerce option for online payment transactions secured on the blockchain. So when you're in the crypto market, please consider Tusk, T-U-S-C. Okay, so here we go. Uh, we're we're going to do this here. So I'm going down the line, F9, terrible. Let me see. Uh, let me put this up here. So F9, that's horrible. The, the I don't like those. Bloodshot! <laughs> Did you see that movie? I have never, I've never even seen, <laughs> like that was during that was the terrible. COVID era. So like, yeah. I, I don't know. I must have missed that out. Horrible. Like, must it must have gone straight to video or something. Yeah, good for you that you didn't see it. Um, let's see what else was in there. I'm trying to go through Fast and Furious. For, um, oh, Triple Triple X: The Return of Xander Cage. Oh my God, these those. So are bad. I actually like. I have a very like low bar for entertainment. I uh-huh. actually am entertained by the Triple X movies. I really am. What? Like okay. they're awful, but they're they're so bad they're good. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, did you see the one with Ice Cube? That's the worst. Yes, I'll take I'll worst take the one. Vin Diesel ones over ice, the Ice Cube ones. I, yeah, I didn't like the Ice Cube one. It was <laughs> yeah. also not believable. I'm sorry, Ice yeah, Cube. Yeah, it's terrible. Okay, the last Witch Hunter I liked. I like anything with the occult and magic and voodoo and all that kind of stuff. So, and in this, I'm not saying the Last Witch Hunter is a good movie, but I kind of like that kind of stuff. So did you ever, I don't know if you ever saw the last witch. I did not see that. I'm going to have to watch it. He's kind of like this immortal dude that hunts witches. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. Not Um, much emotional range needed for that role. I'll be honest with you. I know we had a lot of gay uh, conversations. We are, you know, heavy in this one. If anyone analyzes it, I I, I believe that Vin Diesel is probably gay. You think so? Yeah. Um, Yeah. uh, I believe. Is he like married or something? I don't know, but he could be. What does that mean? <laughs> Lots of gay dudes are married. Um, I, I'm just saying, because here's why I say it. He has this fake idea of what macho-ness is. This mm-hmm. is the reason why I don't like the Fast and Furious movies and a lot of movies that Vin Diesel does. Because it's almost, to me, so growing up in New York City, you, did you, didn't you live in New York? Didn't you grow up yeah. in New York? Okay, yeah. remember all those dudes that wore the Timberlands and acted really thugged out, but they were always up in the gay clubs? Yes. Yeah, that's what Vin Diesel reminds me of. <laughs> I'm just telling you. <laughs> okay? By so, the way, like, have you noticed that ever since, like, mm-hmm. the last couple of years where it's become really, like, okay, or at least socially accepted, or, like, mm-hmm. really out there, pushed out, that the LGBT stuff is, is just much more out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I've noticed a lot of, like, because I remember, mm-hmm. you know, back in the healthcare world, like, mm-hmm. guy would walk in all thugged out. He's like, you know, like, super masculine. And then in the room, he's like, yeah, 
I'm gay and I've been having issues with my, and I'm like, oh, I was not expecting that. So like that always surprised yeah. me when someone like came out and was like for a second and I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. So don't, didn't expect it. But now I've noticed the last couple of years, like mm-hmm. uh, people are just like out there. It's like, it's fine. Now I can be like out. And I'm like, yeah. You know. Well, when I, so Lola says why, she obviously likes Vin Diesel, but cuz mm-hmm. he's a caricature of a man. And that I don't know, tells he's got me, a hot wife. I just looked it up. He's, that, he's But that tells wife. but when you play a caricature of what a man is, that mm-hmm. kind of tells me that you're not real. I can give you guys a good example. You, you know like um Kevin Kevin uh, Hart is real funny. Mm-hmm. And he works out and all that kind of stuff, but when he's in mm-hmm. movies, he doesn't go out of his way to, you know, he's, he, he plays Show a lot of... Show off his manliness, yeah. Yeah, but when you see a, someone doing this super macho thing all the time, that's a caricature. So you're not really a man. And you can tell, like, when they're... It's just... I can see it. When I look at, when I look at um, the Fast and Furious movies, especially, I see it. But any movies with him, I see that. I'm like, yo, we're family. It's all about family. It's this, it's this weird caricature of what a man is and not really reflecting all the, you know, how complex it is to be a guy. That's what I'm trying to say to you. And anytime you see anyone doing that, I see that in the gun world. There's lots of guys pretending to be all macho and hardcore. And I'm like, oh, you okay. know what? I see what made they, me feel that way about him when he started having beef with The Rock. And I'm not saying I like The Rock because I, I think he, I've heard stuff about him that, you know, mm-hmm. I've heard that he's a punk in real life or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I've always wanted to like The Rock, you know, um, but I've heard some stuff about him. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's true. But mm-hmm. the fact that he had beef, like that Vin Diesel had beef with someone because they outmanned him or outmachoed him on something. And like, to me, that's the real true reason that they probably had beef, um, you know, and he felt sensitive about the fact that there was someone manlier on set than him. Um, mm-hmm. That made me feel like you're insecure, you know, to Vin, like you're insecure, like you shouldn't care that there's a guy who's more manly than you, like, yeah. just chill. But it's, I don't know, that just caricature of what a man is, is what throws me like that. Uh, there's just certain things that, you know, people will find out in, in uh, you know, in time. Well, well nowadays, so. like I was saying, everyone's more chill out with uh, people coming out. So, and it's actually like a good career move. Like, mm-hmm. there's plenty of like celebrities like Harry Styles. I don't know if you know who he is. Like, guy's yeah. straight as hell, mm-hmm. but he likes to wear women's clothes. And somehow that's like oh my god like he's amazing he's so open he's so queer and i'm like he's straight you know what i'm saying like, lots he's of straight. rock he's stars wear women's clothes man i keep telling people rock stars have been and, and i'm not saying that harry styles is a rock star mm-hmm. like the typical but lots of these dudes wear women's clothes a lot of a lot yeah. of people's famous it's cons- it's considered like i don't know edgy or whatever yeah look at all these rock stars that a lot of people out there even in our audience are fans of i had this conversation with walter one time and he was like, oh, this is so terrible how these do. I was like, dude, all the bands in the 80s that you love all dress like women. Yeah, they had tons of eyeliner and hairspray yeah, and makeup. Hair. They used to wear lipstick. And, yeah. And they, and they were, were like. No, they, they yeah. shopped. They bought women's clothing just like print. Mm-hmm. So. They wore fishnets. Yeah. And yeah, that doesn't. Tell do me that. a guy. Tell me a man in the 80s who got more ass than Prince. I'm just saying. And the most effeminate one was him. And I'm like. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't mean so, anything. I mean, I was gonna say Michael Jackson, but that was all from Little Boys, so I don't know. <gasps> <laughs> oh, 
Uh, so, uh, you know, I'm sorry, Joanna. <laughs> I couldn't help it. That one, that one slapped out. That was cold. That was cold. Are we still going through? Are we still going through the Riddick movies? Let's let's go yeah. back to the Riddick. Riddick. Okay, that's the that's the last one. That one was kind of nuts. Um, that's not my favorite one out of all the Riddick things. I like Chronicles of Riddick and Pitch Chronicles Black. of Riddick is good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to. Go I. I suggest you go back and watch that yeah. nowadays. It, it's the best thing ever. I, if I see that on like FX or something, I'm like, oh, I'm going to put that on. Like, yeah. Um, Babylon AD. Have you seen that? That's not bad. That's not bad. Either, I think I Babylon. started watching it. And I like, yeah. I couldn't get through it. That's post apocalyptic. It's not terrible. Yeah, it's not terrible. That's right. Uh, the Fast and the Furious movies. Are, uh, the pacifier. Bad, the pacifier. Everyone plays this trope that's in the pacifier. You know that? Like yeah, the I, tough, I actually watched tough, this one. Yeah, the tough guy bodyguard kind of thing. You you realize that, right? You realize mm-hmm. that that's how you become an action star now. So think about it. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger has done it. I think uh, what was that? Kindergarten Cop that he did. And didn't Can, he, I love that movie? Didn't Arnold Schwarzenegger do something? Who's your he daddy, was, and what does he do? <laughs> yeah, but didn't he, he was also, pregnant? He was pregnant yeah. in one of them. Yeah, he was it pregnant. Remember the in one something? where he was pregnant? Yes. What the hell was that? Uh, I don't know. What? What? Hold on, this is gonna drive me crazy because that's like some of the. Yeah, few, he was, I, I used to love Arnold movies. Yeah. Um. So, Lola says no. I don't like Vin Diesel. Just never thought of it. She says I think junior? he's competing with the yeah Junior. It was Junior. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um listen i don't know about anyone this is all conjecture and this is all comedy here but you know my instincts are often not wrong when dudes ha- when dudes over macho something it's an indication of what's going I on i think it just means that in real life like he's probably scared of like mice and yeah. spiders and he's actually probably like the biggest wuss in real life i'm yeah. just again this is probably just it's, and he's trying to like overdo it listen lola gets mad when i tell her that the ocean's 11 dude is gay she doesn't she doesn't like that george uh, clooney yeah george clooney yeah no he's not gay yeah he is don't worry about it you'll see in the future <laughs> lola i'm with you, you. Know this is not gay he totally is he is that's another one who's gotten more butt than anybody <laughs> like, okay okay all right. You can't sleep with that many Italian models and tell me that you're gay. It's just not. I don't know. I don't believe it. I don't believe it, you. Um, let's see. So we're going down this list. Uh, Chronicles of Riddick, A Man Apart. I haven't seen that in a while. Triple X, Knock Around Guys. That was early um, in his thing. I think I've kind of seen it. But... Yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, I'm not really a big fan of it. At one point, you know, Vin Diesel does spends a lot of time acting like he's Italian, mm-hmm. which I guess he's not he, Italian. He might be half Italian. He's black. Vin Diesel's a black dude. He, I think he's half Are and you half. Sure. Yeah, I, I gotta think look so. This up. I think Vin Diesel's half and half. He's mulatto. Let's put it that way. He's just like The Rock. The Rock is half and half. I thought uh, he was a uh, Hawaiian. Um, the The Rock. Uh, well, he's from Hawaii, but I think. His dad is like half black. He's like a quarter black. He's a black dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's put it that way. They're all right. Both, here is. They're both here black is people. The, mm-hmm. He's not Italian at all. Oh, my God. <laughs> what is he? So Vin Diesel's mom is Scottish, English, German, Irish, and Austrian. His uh-huh. dad is African-American and possibly other. So it's not, not at all. <laughs> yeah. Not at all. 
Yeah, that's in, hilarious. Uh, in The Rock's background, if his dad wasn't, his dad maybe is like half black, but his granddad was definitely black. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, not that it matters or whatever, but, you know. Yeah. Those yeah, brothers, that's hilarious man. that he, he does pretend to be uh, Italian quite a bit in his career, right? There's a, there's a thing he did that is like, uh, it's kind of famous on the internet of Vin Diesel like acting i think he was trying to audition for a role i don't think it's a role he actually did in a movie but he was auditioning for a role and he's talking just like an italian gangster type of dude so um you know there you go uh so here's uh i find it interesting that we have spammers even though we're on utreon that's funny to me that's a thing (laughs) yeah i'm sorry (laughs) even are you guys on utreon we're not. We're actually on Rumble now, and that's our big, mm-hmm. like, trying to get away from YouTube. Yeah. Do you know what's my new theory? Just to mess up. I like to mess up your life when you come on here, Joanna. Go Cause for I, it. Because I like it. you. Because I like you. Just like those other old dudes, I find you cute. I'd oh, rather look you. at you than Rolando. You know, he's my, he's my boy. He's my homie. But, you know. <laughs> so I like to mess with you. Here's one of my theories um, of who, who I think is also gay. Uh, that no one, no one wants to hear. Okay, no one's get, gonna. I'm gonna it. give you three guesses. Three guesses. A dude, a dude out there that all the ladies like. That's my, that's my, that's my first clue to you. I don't know how many clues it's gonna take for you. Justin Bieber. <laughs> what? I don't know. It like, the, depends on what era you're Joanna, talking about. Like, I don't know, man. I'm gonna like. have to talk to Rolando. You, I say a dude that all the ladies like, and you say Justin Bieber. Because that's like you, I'm like remember like I don't you know. You seriously what era told I'm from? me Justin Bieber. I don't know. I like if you're talking my generation, people really like Justin Bieber. I don't oh find him attractive. They also like Zac Efron, and I don't find him attractive either. Uh, okay. So that's my second guess. Is it Zac Efron? <laughs> okay, you're definitely younger. I surrender. Uh, let me get this comment here because Armin and Axis gave us five bucks. He says, "Take my money and tell Joe I say hey hey and say hey to Rolo. Also, good to see." joe on again good peeps so there you go <laughs> oh i miss him i haven't seen him in a while yeah hey. um actor this is also an actor okay okay uh can you give me an age range so i don't keep like throwing little babies at you uh, i don't know what his age range is um he's probably in my age range it's probably somewhere between 40 and 50 something brad pitt no not brad pitt i don't how know dare, how dare you say that about brad pitt I don't know. He just said George Clooney's gay, so I don't know. Like, come on, man. No, I don't think. Listen, Brad Pitt almost got killed over messing with. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Angelina Jolie. No, no. Um, the what's the name of the chick that? Um, okay, he's fifty-seven years old. I just looked him up. What's the name of the the woman that was married to Mike Tyson? Remember back in the days, Mike Tyson was married. To that actress chick. Oh, my God. Someone's going to tell me here. Uh, you, you probably never heard this. Um, let me see. I'm going to look up real quick. Mike Tyson, wife. Pat in the, uh, I forget. I always forget her name. but uh, I just look up someone, and her name is Lakiha Spicer, and I don't think that's what you're talking about. No, it's like way back in the days. Anyone remember... Uh, um, Robin Givens? Robin Givens, yes. Oh, we're talking like a long time ago. Yeah, Mike Tyson was married to Robin Givens, and at that time, at that time, Brad Pitt was hitting it, and really, oh yeah, oh yeah, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, Armsman says Robin Givens. Yeah, 
you know, Mike Tyson almost busted them a couple of times. So I'm just I'm just gonna tell you right now, if you you have to be really into women to keep getting bust almost busted by Mike Tyson and almost dying to get some. Okay. You got to be good. <laughs> okay. You got, you've got to be I'll into give you them. that. You I'll give be, you that. Yeah, you got so no, Brad Pitt, I'm gonna say no on that. Okay, so I gave you um he's also an action he's he's an actor. I told you he's an actor. Are you talking okay. about Bruce Willis? Because please no, don't no. tell me Bruce Willis. He's an action star and a lot of gun guys like his movies. Come on, no one in this chat has guessed this yet. Someone said Tom Cruise. Uh Gen Champ Jr., you are telling us what we already know. <laughs> Come Tom on. Tom Cruise? No, Tom Cruise has got issues, but I don't think being uh, gay is one of them. Well, not that that's an issue, but I just don't think that's Oh, uh, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Oh yeah, for sure. But I'm still a Tom Cruise fan. I mean, I don't yeah, but Tom I like Cru- Tom Cruise. I mean, did you watch Maverick or whatever the Top Gun Maverick? I watched it like three times. It's so good. No, I I don't go to. I'm not into going to the movie theater. Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise is. Uh, it, it, listen, Tom Cruise paid for his two wives. So come on now. He paid for his two wives. Yeah, each one of his wives. Figure? He was so he was married to these two actress chicks that had babies for him. They were both paid. They had a contract to get married to him and have babies. Mm-hmm. So, a dude is not going to do that, and a lot of Hollywood actors are doing that. So you never heard about? Are you talking that? about Keanu Reeves? Baboom! <laughs> you There's no way the, he's gay. You finally got the, That's just a theory. I don't know. I like Keanu. He's been Reeves. with the same. Have you seen his girlfriend or wife or whatever? She's like. I, I don't think Keanu hair. Reeves has ever been married. No, no, he's got, he's had a lot, he's just super private. So let me tell you a little yeah. bit about Lola's going to be so, so mad about me talking about Keanu Reeves. But I had, the other day, it just came into my brain. I was like, oh, you know, Keanu Look Reeves is you, a little bit, he's a little bit no. too perfect. He's a no, little, no, no, no. little bit he's too not. perfect. There's yeah. a reason for it. The guy's gone through like hell and back. So he's like one of those like super private people. It's mm-hmm. because when he was younger, like I think his sister died of leukemia which messed him up. So he donates like half his freaking money to leukemia foundations. And then his, like he was about to get married. His wife was, or his girlfriend was pregnant. Like this is back in the day. And then like she died with the baby. Like mm-hmm. she had a car accident and died. Like, and then he like felt terrible. So like this guy has been basically like through it. So he like went off like deep end and doesn't like do the Hollywood life anymore. And then like, he's just super humble, just super quiet and just has a lot of pain and suffering inside. So I think that's his deal. I don't think he's gay. Yeah. Okay, I mean, that's your go, that's your that's your thing. That's I mean, my theory. I'm just making shit up. I'm just no, making, I just think that he's I'm like one of the most. Up. He's probably like but, super sensitive and just been through it and had like a lot of emotional trauma. Yeah. In life, but I am especially like when I found out. Yeah. But I, go, am, I, I, I am, dare you look up look up Keanu Reeves's his wife. She's what not girlfriend how, wife. I mean, oh, Tom Cruise has had some hot chicks. Having he doesn't. Hot he's not the type. He's not the type to have hot chicks. He's, no, I'm saying he's. She's very, like. I'm sorry. Jane. Did you just say Keanu Reeves is not the type to have hot chicks? What kind of chicks? He's not. No, 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 no. Like he huh. go. I dare you go look up Keanu Reeves's girlfriend or or wife. She's just okay. like plain Jane, white hair, boy haircut, just super. Just okay. Well, you're now making my argument for me. On the other what, side, what that of he's that. gay? No, yeah. he's just he just likes. <laughs> I think he just likes Ar- realness. Armaminted access says Hank likes to just make shit up. <laughs> I'm like, there's, there's no indication that Keanu is not. Uh, I'm just mess. Uh, listen, I I am just messing with you, but you see, I sometimes 
nuggets like drop into my brain and epiphanies mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know, yeah, I think one day we're going to find this out. I think one day nah. we're going to find I mean, this I'm out. still you never know. I'm still like in shock over Ricky mm-hmm. Martin cuz I grew yeah. up where Menudo was uh, a thing. You were shocked I, over Ricky Martin? You can't be serious. I always I knew that about Ricky no, Martin. No, 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 no. You know, like when he was, again, remember, I'm super like in, involved, like paying mm-hmm. attention to Hispanic news. He uh-huh. was like with the same hot blonde girl for like 10 years. That's like the, they were. But that's the indication. That's the indication. Why? That's the indication. You can't be a famous dude. You can't be famous with money and a rock star and with the same chick all the time. It just. She was saying it was just a beard. Well, it must have. Yeah. It must have been. He says that he loved her, but, you know, I don't know. And she was shocked when he came out. Yeah. You know, if I was famous, there'd be no me and Lola right now. Lola might be like my side piece or something like that, you know? Lola, are you hearing this? <laughs> Lola, she. I, that's you're going to get your would, ass handed to you later. That's today. what she would prefer. She always tells me that. She was like, I'd rather be your mistress because being married to you is hell. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> yes. But we're going to take a break and come right back. The Who Moved My Freedom podcast is made possible by our partners at 2A Commerce. Veteran owned and with over 20 years experience, 2A Commerce is the leader in custom e-commerce and web application development in the shooting sports industry. Clients include major brands such as Guard Dog Body Armor, Sylvan Arms, AccuFire Technologies, The Tactical Games, Warrior Knife Company, and yours truly, Hank Strange. Visit 2A Commerce and support this show by supporting them. Once again, visit the number 2acommerce.com. Yeah, so now part of this, Joanna, is that like guys, me included, like torturing cute chicks, yourself included, uh, about dudes that they like. <laughs> we're like, oh yeah, he's gay. <laughs> that's the game yeah. that we're that's the game that we're playing here. But I'm also serious. I'm also serious about this. And um, uh, Lola says lots of girls were shocked and heartbroken over Ricky Martin. Armsman mm-hmm. says Ricky was known since he was a menudo. Um, I think you were too close to it because I remember I grew up in those times, right? And none of that shocked me. I was like, okay. Yeah. It it definitely like, I remember my sister and I were like, I was in mourning because I don't know, like that's, that's, that would have (laughs) been like, to me, I had like very specific people that I like, Uh liked. I loved him. Um, I, I I still love. I liked Queen Latifah. I I liked, I thought Queen Latifah was cool when she was a rapper. That's from my time. Mm -hmm. She was a rapper. She was an actress and all that kind of stuff. It doesn't bother me that she's gay or whatever. Yeah, was it? Wow. I mean, I didn't. I didn't think, I've been living under. It's a I little bit different, though. Like, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Women, women have a spectrum. I really, <laughs> truly believe this. Like, women can mm-hmm. be gay and still go back. Like, didn't that happen to like Aaron uh, Ellen DeGeneres was married to some chick and then like she like turned straight again? Right. Not Ellen. I'm saying her chick. What well, the girl and and Hayes or whatever. She just N-H. died, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. She, she was married died. to Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. Yeah. She did pass. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But I mean, to me, it's like I hear that all the time. I know, mm-hmm. like, to me, it's like any time that a woman gets pissed off at men, mm-hmm. this happens to one of, like, my other good friends. Yeah, she the first, straight, that's the first button. Yeah, it's like all of a sudden they're lesbian. It's like, that oh. happened to a good friend of mine. She, mm-hmm. uh, she, she went through it with guys, and she was like, I think I'm going to be gay for a while. And then, like, she was gay <laughs> for a little while. And then, like, she got over it and went back to guys. I'm like, what, what is that? Like, women just, women just, like, they have a spectrum. Whereas if a guy does that, it's like, 
No, like, Roland was explaining this to me. He's like, there's no way you can have a spectrum and be a guy. Like, to me, like, that's BS. Like, you, you are straight. Those are just, or those are just bi- or, or bisexual. There's bisexual dudes out there. I don't know. He doesn't believe that. I think that, I think that, that guys can be bisexual. I know people who are. But to me, it's like, yeah. that's less common. I think you are either gay or straight and guys most of the time. But women can just, like, turn that switch on and off. I see it all the so time. So what happens like, to dudes in prison? What's up with those dudes? That's just temporary? I don't know, man. Yeah. The Roman soldiers used to F each other, so clearly... Listen, we started this by telling you that dudes are horrible. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> and if you can't accept the horribleness, you know... And this is part of my theory. When you look at a guy, a true guy has so many faults. A perfect dude out there? Come on. At some point, Keanu Reeves is going to smack the shit out of somebody. If Keanu Reeves never smacks the shit out of anyone and is always awesome, that's an indication. Sorry. I can tell you what his fault is. He made that horrible movie, Matrix, uh, whatever they called it. The uh, what? Yeah, that was horrible. The new one. That Keanu I, Reeves has made a lot of terrible movies. Yes, okay. he has. Yeah, he's made a lot of terrible as movies. As long as you don't have Bill and Ted <laughs> in there. Bill and Ted's yeah. like one of my favorite movies from the yeah. 80s. <laughs> yeah, and I don't dislike him or anything. I'm just telling you. <laughs> Um, Night Train says, I remember Andrew Dice Clay comedy routines talking about uh, gays, yeah. And 42 Chill says there's a, a lot of bisexual people out there, which there are, you know. And Lola says, side piece, have more fun. So. Yeah. I, yeah. Lola, you think, I mean, you think, so first of all, if I was rich and famous, if I was rich and famous, I would not get married. Period. I would have never gotten married. I never intended to get married in the first place. Lola is the only person that I've ever seen she ever you. in my life. No, man. When I met Lola, remember how I just said to you, sometimes divine inspiration drops into mm-hmm. my brain. This never happened to me. The, the moment when I laid eyes on Lola, she had a halo around her. And I heard music and all kinds of stuff. It was the weirdest, craziest thing that never, ever happened to me in my life and never happened after. So as a dude, I'm always like, I always, I'm always crazy about some chick or whatever. Like, oh, this is, but I never had that particular thing. Lola's the only chick I could have gotten married to. But if I was rich and famous, I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have gotten married because I would have done a lot of horrible things, you know. And not like I think marriage is a really great thing, but my parents didn't have a good marriage, so it's not a thing that I would have done, you know, um, unless I was really sure about it. That's probably the best way to put it. You know, I, and if I, and if I wasn't married anymore, if Lola, you know, finally came to her senses and got rid of me, I'll never get married again. I don't understand people who get married like, you know, two, three, four, five, six, ten, twenty times. I don't get it. Five times. I know yeah. someone married five times. Yeah. Um, so it's all so, bullshit. <laughs> it's an indication. At that point, just give up, man. It's give an up. indication of something major being Something's wrong with that wrong. person. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's because I, I, I studied microbiology and, and mm-hmm. immunology and virology in college, but that's, that was my like nerdy thing that I really liked. But I remember in my, my virology class, I was sitting there and one of my professors was like this like 75, 80 year old lady, Hispanic lady. And she, we were going over like, um, I think we were going over like STDs and STIs and stuff like that. And we were talking about AIDS and she was just like, she looks at us and she goes, I could never be in my 20s again because how do you guys go out there and have sex? She's like, I would never have sex knowing all this is out there. And it's oh true. God. You guys like, yeah, me too. to me, it's, it's not even AIDS. <laughs> like to me, it's like 
the thing is like people run around getting chlamydia all the time and there's like antibiotic resistant chlamydia i talk about chlamydia all the time and everybody thinks i'm like ew it's so gross i'm like bro like how do you have sex like Dude, this monkeypox floating around out there now. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, mean it's all specific, monkey pox is, but you know, you yeah, gotta you gotta have yeah. a certain kind of sex. You, right. You know what I'm saying? But I'm but, saying there's too many there's too much shit out in the world. I don't know. Like I would No. I if if Rolando left me, he was just like go off to, you know, I don't know, be a different person with whatever. If he left me ever, that's it for me. I don't think I would ever be able to be with anyone else. Because to me it's like disgusted. to me it's like I don't I, I just I think people's it's like knowing all that stuff i'm like oh i don't know how people like i'm a germaphobe i'll tell you that yeah. right now <laughs> like i, I won't dr- you can ask lola if she drinks if i'm drinking something she'll come and drink it i'm done with that thing yeah yeah or lola i won't did that to I, me I, I won't take i won't take something from her and drink it and she thinks she always gets she always gets mad at me i get she mad was, at Rolo. like one time i took I'm, a bite of his pizza he's like you could just have it done. like yeah, just done. have it it's yours don't now worry. i'm like what yeah like, yeah. Much less that. like I know dudes who expect to be drinking something and like give it to me. I'm like, yo, get the hell out of here, man. I definitely don't know. That's what how the you hell. get what's that um <laughs> Epstein Barr virus? Like what are the what's the, the terminology that the layman terminology um, uh, mono. Uh, mono, yes. That's how you, yeah, get, that's mono. How you get mono. Yeah. I got mono in like when I was eighteen from like dirty dishes at UM. You know, mm. like that that's still grosses me out. I got so sick for like one of my months. kids got mono like that and uh gross. Yeah. Um, I've never had that, but yeah, I'm, I'm a germaphobe, so mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm screwed. I'm going to have to like, <laughs> so I'm telling you, you're not thinking about this straight. You want to get married because that's it. That's locked in. That's yours. You don't have to worry about chlamydia and gonorrhea and, and the, you know, all kinds of nasty warts and stuff like I learned me, a long time ago. You can't, own other, stuff. you can't own other people. Yes, you can. You can, you cannot, you can try. Rolo's mine. That's it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no one's touching that i'll beat them oh okay this is why the guns right this is why the guns yeah. no one's coming here yeah it's gonna be like frankie and johnny you ever heard that song frankie and johnny no. you never heard that mm-hmm. like frankie and johnny were sweethearts that's the way the story goes frankie because uh, frankie's a, a girl and she mm-hmm. gave everything to johnny from his cars to his fancy clothes you never heard mm-hmm. that song no oh it's, it's like an old song my parents used to listen to you know, and then the guy like winds up cheating on her, and then she gets mad and all that kind of stuff. You don't, Did you don't she kill own it. Johnny. Yes, yes, that's the whole moral. So, it, put in the chat if you've heard Frankie and Johnny. You've heard about. I'm gonna have song. to look this up on uh, old, on YouTube later. That's an old school song. But yes, I think you. You know, I agree with you. You got lucky. I feel like I got lucky. I don't feel like I own anyone. I feel like Lola's always plotting to escape from me. <laughs> You run, know, Lola, but, run. <laughs> but yeah you know yeah man i don't i don't want to be out there in the world man Screw i'm telling that. you if you become a millionaire like you win the powerball overnight like don't yeah. leave lola because you got to really think this through like especially if you're a yeah. germaphobe like i'm a, i'm if you win the powerball let me know i'm gonna start sending you articles about chlamydia and how bad it is in this country like i don't know how people oh, have stds sex in is crazy on in the on the face of this planet mm-hmm. yeah stds <laughs> Like, we that's are, we the, are STD that's, machines, human beings. To me, it's like, don't even get me started. I'm just talking about like chlamydia and antibiotic resistance there. But like herpes, mm-hmm. that's like, you know, like that's the gift that keeps on giving. Like, mm-hmm. you're done. Just, mm-hmm. just, 
there's no coming back from that to me. There's none. You just got to yeah. find someone else who's herpetic and then like you can you be, be together because like I'm actually like before Rolo, like mm-hmm. I would see cute people and then like find out they had herpes and I'm like, that's it. We're like, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> this is what messes no. you up. The reason why I'm laughing because you're in the medical field. Lola's in the medical field. That has messed her up. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's like it the more you know is not good. <laughs> Someone said, uh, uh, 42 Chilled says, yeah. Um, and Dan Hates You says, Johnny Cash sang it. And Lola says, as long as both people are faithful in the marriage. Yes. Um, that is true. Life has twists and turns you don't really know until the end but i agree with that i think everyone is responsible for their own honor and has to work to preserve that and i know there's people who have that and if you get a like i said i don't think i lola the reason why that weird thing happened to me and i don't know what people believe in or don't believe in but to me that was a sign and there's several times in your life that you will see signs whether you believe in it or not and um, that was a sign right there that, that was saying like, a, it was like a big arrow on this chick. It was this like, one. this, this mm-hmm. chick right here, this is your chick. And I knew, I was like, oh, this is going to be my wife. And she freaking hated me. Immediately, she thought this guy is obnoxious and he thinks he's hot shit. <laughs> you know, uh, he's totally annoying. Yeah. You ask her proof about that. that. Huh? Proof that you can't run from fate. It's just... No, that was it, and she could run all she wanted. You were still gonna be there. Yeah, yeah, she tried to, but Lola wanted to be friends with me. But she was in college, and I would go to her dorm, and all her girlfriends in the dorm, like I'd be over there talking, and she would realize like all those girls were attracted to me because you know I, I'm magnetic. You had it, swag, it, huh? Yeah, you, you know, swag. I got it from my dad. My dad's a very magnetic kind of person, and I'm not. I'm not being conceited. It's just you know. And so she would realize, like, oh, all these chicks are listening to him or whatever. And she would take me. She would like, no, we got to go. Mm-hmm. And then we would go somewhere. I remember one time we were getting on an elevator. A girl was getting on with her boyfriend. And when they got off, Lola's like, oh, you're trying to kick it. I was like, what? That, that chick literally just got on here with her boyfriend. And I didn't even say anything. We would go to a restaurant and the waitress is nice to me. She's like, oh, are you trying to kick it to this way? <laughs> You could not win. <laughs> no, but I kept telling. And by the way, she had like her boyfriend was uh, like tall, dark skinned, handsome uh, stockbroker that was uh, like had a law degree and drove a Porsche, all that type of shit. Lola? Yeah, Lola. Uh-huh. Lola, what'd you do? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she, <laughs> I wore her down. <laughs> I wore her down. I knew the signs told me and I was like, oh, this is it right here. So. Um, but yeah, I can man. understand that. Uh, on our first date, mm-hmm. uh, we were in uh, Olive Garden because I met I met Rolo online, and uh, I love those online. Like I did, I went, I did online dating like once, and I like my profile lasted two days because mm-hmm. I spent the first day spent nonstop every time I was like, I think it was a weekend. I like nonstop did like those quizzes because I had so much fun with those stupid quizzes, like those personal <laughs> quizzes. And I'm like, I'm at like question number three hundred, and finally I'm like, all right, I've done like. 300 questions to see if I have, you know, like what my results are. So everybody else was like 65% in my general area or like 70% tops. And then there was this one guy who was 98%. I was like, what in the world? Like there is a, there's a huge, wow. Like the next guy, like with the closest hit, like in terms of personality, like compatibility is 70%. I got to check this guy out. Then I open up his profile. He likes the same music I like. He has like the same, like 
all this stuff. I'm like, who is this guy? So I like hit on him. He was dating someone. He broke up with them immediately. And then like we exchanged phone numbers and on day two, I closed my account. So like, that's how that was the story of Rolo and Joe. We went mm. on our first Olive Garden and I sat across from him and I said, you're going to fall in love with me. And that was it. Oh my and God. That, <laughs> yeah. And I was right. <laughs> that is a boss move. That's a boss move right there. He was like, <laughs> Rolo oh, wow. was like, this is what I've always wanted. The, the chick who comes along just takes charge. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're the boss. You got me. <laughs> no, that's cool. No, you guys get along. You guys have great chemistry. Yeah. It, I, I just, yeah. I really do think it's, it's, you got to find someone who, like you and Lola were friends, you know, that's why, like you guys were, I never, were I was never friends with Lola. She was trying to be friends with me. But you guys had a platonic relationship initially and we're still like you, you maintain that and you had enough interest in each other to maintain a platonic relationship before. Not on my side. Not on uh, your side, but not where I was days. coming from. <laughs> No, I was you were always trying. You were always trying yeah. to be with Lola. Yeah, Lola. She, in just, her mind, you guys were friends. Yeah, she's just a nice, outgoing kind of person. This is where we're different. I'm introverted. I don't mm-hmm. freaking like people. I could deal. I could deal with people. But yeah, right? you do this every day. Yeah, but I don't. I'm introverted. You don't realize that. I'm no, super, I mean I'm the I'm same su- way. I'm super introverted. I could deal with people. I've always been like that. People in my family are typically one or the other. Like my sister is mm-hmm. really extroverted and my brothers are very introverted. Um, but I'm, I, maybe I'm like my dad. My dad is is probably the closest thing to me that he's he could be introverted and extroverted. He could flip that switch and go one way or the other. And I'm like that too. But, but really and truly, no, I don't freaking like people. Mm-hmm. No, I feel the same. Yeah. I say that all the time. It's, and it's really weird when you... And people think you're mean or there's something wrong with you when you say I don't like people. But really stop and think about it. Like, mm-hmm. people suck. Like, people generally are a-holes or they're nosy. It's just like I've – it takes a lot for me to like somebody. Mm-hmm. So when I say – I like my kind of people. Like, the people – like, yeah. the people who, you know, who – like, we, we, we're probably, you know, all very similar vibes even though not the same. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah the, that's yeah. when you have to find someone and it's like right. that's when – I don't have a huge group of friends. Like, you know, like everyone's like, I could count my, you know, my mm-hmm. circle's very small. My, mm-hmm. my, what is that line? There's a, there's a rap song. My circle's small, like a round of applause or something like that. I don't remember mm-hmm. what, line, what song that's in. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's always been true for me. I like find one or two people that I'm just like, these are my people. I get along mm-hmm. with them. They understand me. I don't have to call them. I hate that expectancy. Like if you think that I'm going to call you every day or every week, like, no, we can't be friends. Like you have mm-hmm. to understand I could like a month could pass and I could like text you. And then we'll be like, pick up right up because Mm -hmm. I can't handle like I need I need space from people, especially now that I'm doing social media stuff. I hate Mm -hmm. social media. It's a constant interaction. I like uh, I have to I have one of the accounts for geeks and gamers that I tweet out. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I have to like my reaction is to tell people fuck off like that. (laughs) Like and I'm not allowed to do that. It's a tool. Social media is a tool. I use it, but I use it to (laughs) let people know stuff. I don't hang out on social media. Um, But you have to like if you're going to grow your stuff, you have to. Yeah, so, but I'm not trying to impress that. anyone, even though I put things about me on there. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to make you jealous of me. I'm not trying to impress you. My most valuable things I don't put on there. My my wife and my kids, every now and then I might put up a picture of something like that. Mm-hmm. Some people are living on there like it's their value of everything. To me, yeah, it's I a can't. way to get people to discover what I'm doing and what I'm oh, up to and see if, hey, you know, we're creating this entertainment. Maybe, you know, it could entertain you for a little while. But, man, yeah. you know. Yeah, I, yeah I for don't me, it, 
it's spreading a message or something. You know, now that I'm doing video yeah. game stuff, it's it's really different because before mm-hmm. it was just like two way stuff that I was really or political stuff that I was very passionate about. Whereas mm-hmm. like gaming stuff is like, so we have a Nintendo thing coming out. So it's like it's still cool because I love that stuff, but it's it's like a different. It's like I'm still getting used to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I have to interact with people that are like just the general population versus people who are more in my echo chamber. And like, I have never had to like curb myself back as much as this because I'm just like, Oh my God. I remember I almost tweeted this out. I almost wanted to tweet out on my personal Twitter, Twitter. Like I hate people. <laughs> I almost did that yesterday <laughs> just because of like spending uh-huh. too much time with the general population. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just taxing on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let me, <laughs> There's so many things in here. Uh, Nitrate says she made Rolo an offer he could not refuse. She Jedi mm-hmm. mind tricked him. Gen Champ Jr. says she brainwashed Rolo. Yeah. She Jedi mind tricked I mean, he broke him. up with his, his girl that he was she, talking to. He was, like, talking to some Brazilian chick. I, I one of the Brazilian chicks. So, yeah. Oh, oh, that's, oh, respect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's legit right there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Gen Champ says, I hate this show. I'm only here for Joe, Walt, Lola, too. There you go, BFBI <laughs> too, I guess. Yeah, we're all alike. All of all these people we're talking about. Yeah, we're all alike. Absolutely. Um, and Night Train says, I don't think one gun topic came up during the entire show. We t- we did we, talk about guns the first yeah. fifteen minutes. We yeah, talked we about t- the today. Yeah, we talked about Biden. <laughs> yeah, and 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 F-15s. Yeah, um, yeah, we're all human beings, as you guys always know. So there you go. I'm trying to see what other comments we're missing out of all the people here. Armin and Axis is, uh, he's talking about how, you know, he says, only person in charge of my life is me. Armin and Axis, he's going through, he's going through some things. He's, you know, he's coming to terms <laughs> with, uh, with, with his stuff. Until he meets someone awesome and then, you know, be a whole different I was going to say, you, you, yeah. you, you haven't met that person yet. Yeah, yeah. I think he's, I think he's, you know, been through some stuff in the past, so. Mm-hmm. Which is what happens. Which is what happens. Um, just, we're, go ahead. We're going to take no, a quick just, break. No, you're going to take a break, yeah. Yes, yeah, so we're going to take a break and come right back. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of manufacturers like Safety Harbor Firearms. SHF is a quintessential family-owned small business totally representative of the American dream. Safety Harbor Firearms is a Florida-based manufacturer of the compact entry stock and the SHTF 50 upper for an AR-15 lower. Also, SHF happily delivers on your Sten Gun parts needs. So don't forget to check out StenParts.com and SafetyHarborFirearms.com. Yeah, Lola had said back, and I know this is like the last segment here, then, we, then we're wrapping, but um, Lola said medications are so readily available now that people aren't worried. And... Gen Champ said that that's a problem, uh, really, though. Yeah, I think th- there's a big thing to that now. Like, the pill, the pill solution is big in our world. People are like, yeah, I'll just take a pill for everything. So- I mean, I, I used to be the person who would go in and have to look at stuff, and I've literally burnt warts off people's junk. So, uh, to me, it's like, if I had to ha- see it and handle it, and that was just like, there was no better cure for me than to be like, Yep, never having sex again um, with anybody but my <laughs> husband. <laughs> Seeing like that's it. Even if he wasn't married, yeah. I'm like, that's it. You're the last person. That's it. Mm-hmm. No more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I think that yeah. traumatized me. In a lot of ways, I mean, those of us 
in our world, I'm not just talking about the gun world and, and the way that we think about politics and uh, and everything, right? You know, mm-hmm. we're fortunate if we can find people that are like that. Yeah. Because I think nowadays, it's not really that most people are sheep, but I think that most people just don't care. No, That's absolutely. what I think is yeah. going on. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, um, I, even the gun, like, I, I don't know how you feel about this, but even in the gun industry or gun community, and I hate using that word because everybody's like, I use the word community so much because we're not a community, and mm-hmm. we could have a whole two-hour conversation about that, and I'm not gonna. But, um, you know, and whatever, the like-minded people who like guns... Not that many people actually do care outside of what they own and what they have. Like, they're like, uh, you know, if the world goes to hell, I'm going to go find a mountain and, you know, like, I don't care. So they don't, they're not involved um, at all with politics. They're not involved in 2A advocacy. They just don't care. And they don't, doesn't feel like it affects them. So why should they care? So, you know, I think that's actually uh, not true that a lot of us are like-minded. I think a lot of people just are into guns and that's, they're very selfish about that um that aspect of of their life and they don't really care about how it'll affect another person or another person in another state so yeah i have feelings about Uh, that yeah i think i agree with you i think in america probably half the people own guns but they Mm -hmm. don't consider themselves gun folks no right so you know whatever that number is out of 350 million people you know, uh, 150 million people or whatever, 175 million people, maybe a gun owners, but yeah, they don't really give a shit out of that. I think that the fact that there's 5 million uh, members of the NRA says that there's 5 million people out there that um, abdicate their responsibility to the NRA. But that doesn't mean, I think the, the core of people you know, in our space, like you're on tonight, you know, Kevin Dixie was on last night, the folks who are out there, those of us who actually do care about this, we, you know, we're watching what's happening in the news and all this kind of stuff. Man, we're small. I don't know if in America we're more than uh, a few hundred thousand people. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We're, whatever our number is, it's small. It's not that five million members of the NRA because they it's don't not- care. Those folks don't care. I'm not, you know, there's people who, who are members of the NRA and that care. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if you are and you care what the NRA is up to, you'd be mad about it. And that's still mm-hmm. a very small number. Most of those members don't really care what the NRA is up to. And then compare that 5 million to the number of supposed gun owners. Like 14 million new gun owners just happened in like the last few years. Supposedly, mm-hmm. according to Fox, at least I don't know where they got that yeah. statistic, but but that's just um, people who panic, like you said. Yeah, and that's yeah. so. If you count the number of actual, like besides that, those are the new people. Just everybody mm-hmm. who's ever owned a gun or owns a gun or has a, a gun in a safe somewhere, um, you know, that's a ton of people, and only five million of them have even bothered to, you know, like pay their NRA dues. Like, and, and that's even a larger amount than the people who actually are out there grassroots advocating or you know, trying to get people to convert their way of thinking or destigmatize firearm ownership. So mm-hmm. that's really sad. Yeah. I think and that's that- what it make, makes people like, like us even more of a small, you know, community again, to use that word, mm-hmm. um, or like-minded people. There's very few of us out there like this. Right. Exactly. And you know, it is what it is. Um, there's just a shift going on in America and it didn't happen now. It happened over a long time. And I'm not sure if people are going to shift back 
to caring about because it's an overall thing. You know, you were talking about loving America, which I agree with and I do. But if you love America, whether you're on the left or the right, none of that matters. There's like these principles that make America what it is. And um, the Constitution and, and the Second Amendment is one of those things that separates America from the rest of the planet. And this is why, you know, folks like Biden talk about us the way that they do when they're talking about these guys, these Second Amendment guys, right? That's why they talk about us that way, because they want us to be like the rest of the world. And if we want that, regardless of what we believe, we have to go back to the things that made us that, that made other countries afraid to mess with us, to, to mm -hmm. attempt to invade America, you know? Um, but it's, it's going to take more than us wanting to do that. Um, and we'll see what happens. I don't, I don't know. You know, I'm not really yeah. sure what's going to come out of it. I'm really in um, observing mode right now to see. It could happen. I think people in America need to suffer enough that they get mad and they start going, why? Right? Well, why that's exactly is this happening? it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There needs to be, uh, and, and it'll happen. It won't, it doesn't have to be a single catastrophic event. Um, but it, I think that they're pushing so hard. Like even what's like, we didn't get to talk about it, but, um, mm -hmm. what's going on in California and Texas with the energy stuff, like mm -hmm. people are going to basically, uh, you know, have to give up, you know, having AC and, and having the lights on because they're painting of themselves changes. in, they're painting yeah. themselves into a corner. Yeah. And now so what's what going to happen? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think that they're really pushing hard and they're being really dumb. The, the progressive left that's pushing this agenda, uh, because once you take away the core comforts, that's when the sheep stop being sheep. Mm -hmm. That's what you got to do. You got to make in the words of the left, you got to make people uncomfortable. I didn't say it. They did. And yeah. that's what they're doing. They're making people they're going to make people uncomfortable. And once they get to that point, they're going to stop and reevaluate their lives and their and their thoughts. And Hopefully it will not be too late. Yeah. We were talking about it on Monday. I think that, so for example, what's happening in California with the mandates that you, they, they can't sell gas powered cars after mm -hmm. this date and all that kind of stuff. Or I think either, I don't know if you sent it or Lola did or both of you. I sent um, it to you. Yeah. Something, you know, like right now they're the, for the electrical grid, they're asking people to not charge their cars or yeah. yet they so want to the... completely go to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's going to be interesting. It's like, uh, well, you're pushing everyone to have EVs, but then you can't drive. And even if you did, I don't know if you've seen the pictures of the Tesla uh, stations in California. They're basically mm -hmm. homes to all the homeless people. Wow. So okay. I sent that to my, my family online because they're, again, they're politically different than I am. So I sent that to them and said, would you, yeah, but that's, would you, you don't feel see comfortable charging your yeah. You don't, but no. that's what, that's the, the system that they want to believe in, or like, mm -hmm. that's the political, the political ideology yeah. they want to believe in. It has to so break. Like, <laughs> yeah. It has to break. This is what I said about this when people ask me about it. I think, yeah, do it, please. California, do it. Just do it. You've got to push your people so far that everything breaks. It's crazy to me that this is all happening. Like you have literally a village of homeless people everywhere. There's literally like hypodermic needles on the floor. There's crap on the human feces on the floor and people are still voting for Gavin Newsom. Like to me, like this is beyond, like to me, that's impossible. I think we've reached a point or they're getting very close to the point where people have got to start being like, okay, maybe we're wrong. And you know what they're doing instead? They're moving. They're moving to taxes and they're so stupid that they don't realize that they're changing, you know, like they're, they're making that, new, that same thing that happened 
happen in other places. So mm-hmm. they what they should be doing, that's why I think people are stupid too. I'm sorry. Like, um, I don't like people and common sense is not very common. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of being like introspective and saying what causes this to happen, which is not that hard. It's not that like, that's not a big leap, but it's not rocket science. You know, instead they go, well, something's wrong here. It's too expensive. I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. And then they go and vote the same crap in some other state. You know, like that's, that's just because pathetic. people, because one of the biggest problems that most people have is they cannot admit when they're wrong. Mm-hmm. Most people have that problem, including people on our side. Absolutely. So, yeah, this is a human being problem that most people don't know how to admit when they're wrong. Absolutely. They they're very close minded. Yeah, they yeah, don't question that... themselves all the time. I'm a gun guy, but I question myself, you yeah. know, and and I'm always checking where I come up. Right. So this is how I know or this is how I'm gauging whether something is righteous or not. I'm not just automatically mm-hmm. going, oh, this is righteous because someone told me that. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly questioning and testing myself and listening to, to people and the way that they think. And you know what? This is one of the core things I always come back to. you got to defend yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to defend yourself. And it's going to be uncomfortable. A knife cuts both ways. So if you're going to use guns, yes, it could hurt you. It could hurt people. It could hurt people around you. Okay, then you have to be careful. Right. So I'm constantly questioning this. But what's happening to a lot of people out there, they cannot be wrong. And this is where we're at. And, and this this uh, worries me about people over, out there. It's one of the reasons why I worry about Trump. <laughs> you know, I'm not all the way I don't I've said it before. Now, obviously, if that's the scenario we wind up with. I'd be happy to make Trump the president again just for vengeance, but this that's we're talking about a lot of ignorance here. If we don't have mm. on our side anyone better than Trump to stand up and try to lead America in the right direction, then we're ultimately screwed anyway. Mm. Right? But I'm willing to first of all, when Trump was put up by the NRA, I questioned it. Right? And then I got along. I got along with it, right? But the the options that came up, I was like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Trump, you know. But there's I also saw recognized every single time, and if you th- if you think about it, he did a lot of bad things for for gun folks. He's People not a gun guy. Yeah, yeah. He's a New Yorker. Let's be honest. He's a he's a he's a classic Democrat. And if anyone gets upset for me saying this, uh, I'm I'm not sorry because it's the truth. He's a classic New Yorker uh, Democrat. And he maybe got a little bit more fiscally conservative. Maybe he just didn't like how things were running. But that's going to be the type of guy he was. His son is a true conservative. His son's a gun guy, but he isn't. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think all his kids are necessarily either. So, yeah, well, we, we've um, got to be able to question this. We have to see what our leaders if if you're a Republican, like I'm a I'm a Republican now. That's what where I'm, what I'm registered at, um, you know, here in Florida. I can't just go like, oh, all Republicans are awesome. Mm-mm. You can't do it. You got to knock them. <laughs> the yeah, Republicans my... here in Florida have mm-hmm. done the worst. That if you when you look at Texas, that you know, there's cases coming up reversing the age limits and all this kind of stuff because it's unconstitutional. And there's we Republicans have... here that did it in Florida. Sorry, go ahead. we have uh, Maria Elvira Salazar, who's a rep down here in Miami, and she's Cuban American, and she ran on a platform of being a Cuban in Miami. That really works, you know. Then they're very conservative, <laughs> right, right, you know. Right. And then she right. has voted yes on every single gun control bill, like all of them. And uh, we have also another 
Hispanic yeah, who does the same thing. You you run on to being super conservative. I, I watched them get, you know, like I was, I was like, Hey, I know her. Cause she used to be a journalist by the way in, in uh, mm. Hispanic news. So I knew her, like her name was like common, you know, common in, in Hispanic household. So of course she won. And then uh, Jimenez is also another one. Buchanan is another one. We got a ton of them here. And um, I don't know if they get primaried. Um, I don't know if uh, what's going to happen, but you know, they should be primary. They should get their butts yeah. kicked because how do you, how do you like go to your constituents and lie to them because you, you ran on a platform and then when push comes to shove, you lie to them because that's not what you voted for. Yeah. So. In, in, uh, in my local elections, there were two guys who um, came from the state Senate, which they're the ones who put the gun control in effect and all of that. And they're the ones who've been refusing to do things. I refuse to vote for them, but they won anyway in the primaries. Mm -hmm. Not enough people know or are aware of what's going on to counteract it. Most people are like the NRA people, like, oh, they're Republicans. Okay, I'm going to vote for them. Yeah. They don't take the time, like even, I'm a busy person, uh, you know, but I took the time to say, okay, who's on the ballot? All right, let me look up all these people. Oh, no, that's the dude who did this? Not not going to vote for it. Absolutely. No, because right? it takes too much effort. Yeah. Yeah. But it takes too much effort for the normal person. And this is how we wind up with, this is how we wind up with all of this. Mm -hmm. And everyone around me would say that they're gun people and they believe in the constitution and all mm -hmm. of that, but they're not even aware of what these guys are doing, you know? So I actually spend more time talking about rhinos than I do talking about anti-gun left Democrats, mm -hmm. because there's, to me, that's a lost cause. You're never going to get like, to me, it's like, um, the DC project has a, a, their annual, they go to DC and they talk to reps. I'm actually going this year and I'm, mm -hmm. uh, both scared and excited and it's coming mm -hmm. up in a couple of weeks. And I'm like, I don't like my, my local rep here isn't, I live in a super blue County and the chief mm -hmm. basically ignore my calls, ignore my emails. I'm like, that was going to be like me talking to a wall. So it's like, I'd rather spend my time going to Salazar, going to Buchanan, going to Jimenez, which I think I might have an opportunity to do. And being like, hey, you lied to your constituents. How do you feel about this? You know, like, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not going to come in aggressive like that, obviously, because yeah. I want them to listen to me. But yeah. I'm still going to be like, this are some stats. Why do you feel this way? How come, like, how can I, how can I get you to view this? And I actually, back in the day before I found out it was, there was a lot of corruption um, in the, down here we had something called like the Republican Hispanic Caucus or something like that, mm -hmm. where there was like, a, they got a lot of attention, especially in like South Florida, Miami, like all the, all the uh, representatives that got voted in were part of it that were Hispanic. Um, they, you know, they basically were super political here, like super big movers and shakers in the political realm. And then they found, I found out they recently uh, had some kind of scandal with money. So I'm glad it didn't work out. But for a while I was going to be like, I'm going to go and I'm going to become a member because I think a problem with, you know, Republicans, like traditional Republicans is they never talk about the two way. They don't mm -hmm. talk about it enough. They don't put enough stress on it. And I think that we would make more moves, more, um, moves in the right direction if we actually instead of focusing on the people who just like the Shannon Watts of the world forget it Shannon mm -hmm. Watts is never going to change okay mm -hmm. so it's stupid to try to even bother with them like mm -hmm. maybe like I slowly chip away at people I've gotten some people who are very anti-gun to you know buy their first gun and, and feel comfortable with guns but more realistically I think that we should put in our efforts towards changing or changing the importance of the platform you know mm -hmm. like if 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 Dems have put it all in that they're going to be anti-gun, well then, so be it. It's now a political thing. It's not supposed to be, but it's now a political thing. Then we need to focus our efforts on the Republicans who are not putting enough effort on that topic. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. Didn't Anna Paulina... Um, yeah, she just won her Luna. Yeah, she, yeah Anna Paulina Luna. Yeah, she, she mm -hmm. won, right? So she's, uh, yeah. Yeah, so she's going to be on the ticket on the Republican side. 
Yeah, she was yeah. like, this is going to be her second time. Okay. Uh, she won her first primary a, a few years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, it was more than a few years ago, like three years ago, whatever it was, two years ago. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, and now she's going again, but I think she's got a good chance now. Yeah. She's, she's very powerful. We've got to figure out how to help support those folks. And I hope that a lot of those folks out there don't become like conservative Hollywood and only go off to Fox News or whatever Mm -hmm. to do what they need to do. I get it. You have to go there. But I feel like she had the opportunity. She got the Mm -hmm. opportunity. She was really hot in the conservative space after she Mm -hmm. lost to, uh, I think she lost to Chris last time. Mm -hmm. So um, she could have, and I know that she dabbled a little bit in, in like local media or like not local media, but like internet media, but she could have run off to, you know, be the next face of Fox news. Cause she's very beautiful. She's definitely got the, uh, the face for TV. So, mm-hmm. but I feel like she kept in it. She could have taken her 15 minutes of fame and, and, and mountain is on it, but she came back and she went for round two. So I really do kind of like, I talk a lot of shit about politicians. Okay. Mm-hmm. On my, on, on our podcast, but I really feel like, I hope she never lets me down because I, I always go back to her and I'm like, this one's going to be, this one's like, I feel, I believe her when I say that she is one of those people who really truly does believe in, in the stuff. So, um, ultimately we got to have faith and then it's I up to them to, know, to yeah. uphold their honor. I'm not fully black pilled. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that we can, we can still have a little bit of, uh, hope that it's not going to be, that we can, you know, resolve this with politics and with, um, you know, just changing hearts and minds. Absolutely. Listen, we got to wrap it up here because I know we're way over. And yes, we didn't really get a chance to do any gun stuff. I know that's crazy. Uh, I did hold up a gun. I don't there know you if go. you. It's a pretty gun. Know, yeah, I don't know if you even brought any with you or whatever. So. No. Well, yeah. Rolo's got guns everywhere. So yeah. there's like there's my AR-15s <laughs> over there. Yeah. But, um, yeah. It's all good. It's all good. It's it's not a necessary thing. Tell the folks out there, you know, how they can. Like, see you guys more, communicate with you, follow you on social media. Absolutely. So we are on the Locked and Loaded Latinos podcast, which uh, is on Sundays at 6 p.m. And we're also part of Geeks and Gamers now. So if you are into video game or geek culture, you can find us usually playing Fortnite, which is kind of like sounds crazy, but it's a lot of fun. Um, And we're mostly on Geeks and Gamers play. So that's kind of cool. And if you want to follow me particularly on Instagram, I am Latina Locked and Loaded. And that's pretty much it. I'm we're pretty sure I think we're on Twitter. Yeah, I know we're on Twitter. So you can probably find us there if you want to join that cesspool. But yeah, that's <laughs> it. And like, locals, rumbles, we're all the same. Right, right, right. Absolutely, man. Whatever. Uh, I think uh, Truth Social is the worst. They're constantly blocking my posts. Really? Yeah, Isn't they- it supposed to be truth social so that was open if i put up like a like a for on election day i put up um a picture of a gun and just a sticker that i voted and they blocked it they put like you know a graphic content thing over it yeah 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 have have you checked out locals i thought uh, i'm I'm yeah i'm on locals yeah i'm on locals I just started getting into it i think i like locals i don't know they haven't done anything but i haven't posted anything crazy either yeah Um, let me see here. I can show you guys. So this is what I put up just for, you know, since we're getting into this right now, this is what I posted. Just this picture. I didn't, I, I deliberately don't even put words when I do the gun stuff. And mm-hmm. this is what Truth Social did. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Truth Social can suck it then. That sensitive is Sensitive content. <laughs> they did that immediately. Immediately when I posted Truth that Social picture. Can... So, um... Truth Social is a lie then. 
Yeah, it's bu- it's good. bullshit. It's bullshit. I, mm-hmm. I definitely call bullshit on that. But hey, I'm on there for whoever uh, wants to do whatever for however mm-hmm. long that nonsense lasts. But yeah, that's what they're about. And they do that to me all the time. They do it sometimes when I post this show. They do that same thing, sensitive content or whatever. I don't even, uh, I don't even know. All right, so listen, I'm gonna hit the um, end button on this, and there's gonna be a roll. We're gonna come back, and you're gonna hit everyone with the words of wisdom. So let's do that. Let me run in the end. All right, guys, thanks for joining us. This is going to be it for this week. So I'm glad we got some of these extended shows in here, especially since Monday was kind of cut short. So you guys, you guys got a little bit of extra sauciness (laughs) here. Big thanks to Joanna of Latino Locked and Loaded for coming on. Always, always fun talking to you. I hope that I said enough uh, crazy stuff to you about all the dudes that you like. Uh, <laughs> Rolo's like, damn, now I got to do a whole bunch of deprogramming <laughs> after this. But uh, uh, The only one that I'm like, hell no, is Keanu. That one I will not, that one, I will not accept that one. Yeah, Jen Champ Jr. says, good show, ladies. Laugh out loud. Uh, Brick says, good night, all. Uh, leave us with the words of wisdom, Joanna. Words of wisdom, uh, sure. Uh, whether it's friends or lovers, make sure that whatever your people that you, you know, you're have close to you are people that actually are open minded and will follow you with your um, with what you do and your hobbies, because otherwise you're going to be building empty relationships. So make sure you, you really take heart. It's not just about how hot someone is. Trust me. Absolutely. <laughs> so I totally agree with that. 42 Chills says great show. Uh, Armsman says, great show. Thanks so much. I'm going to hit the button. Stay right there, Joanna. Let's uh, find all these buttons here and hit them appropriately.